Hello and welcome to the Weird Science Pop Culture Podcast, where we're all a bunch of lost boys feeding our need for pop culture. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Warner. Yeah. How do you like that? <laughs> How do you like what? Did you say the episode yet? No. I don't, I don't even know if we're going to. Well, I didn't know though if we should, because we are actually restarting, kind of, kind of a soft reset, reboot, reboot, because we didn't know if we should consider this episode one. Or episode three, Eric. But we do love the intrigue of putting out like an episode three as the first one. So people wonder what the hell went wrong or what happened. Uh, but yes, we are now going to be calling ourselves the Weird Science Pop Culture Podcast. We have Wait, we're all dip- a bunch of lost boys feeding our need for oh, pop culture. Oh, are we? Feeding our need for pop <laughs> culture. I just like, give it to me the way you said it before. I can't even remember now. <laughs> like, never grow old, never die, but you must feed Feed your need for pop culture. <laughs> I like how it changes to some crazy deal. Well, we, we decided that it made no sense to change the name, that we did kind of work at having the weird science deal. So why not make it the weird science pop culture? And we yeah. both thought of this the same day, like at two days ago, or yesterday or whatever. Yeah, at, we're at work and then decide, you know, we you said it. I was going to say it earlier and I forgot. The weird thing, though, is... Those first two episodes we had, I still believe, from the Lost Boys pod, uh, the soundtrack. So I'm at the gym today. We've already decided it's going to be the Weird Science Pop Culture Podcast. And on the radio at the gym comes, I still believe. It, it, when was the last time you heard that? I, I have song never on heard that radio? on the radio I've or never anywhere either. besides for us playing it no, on the Lost Boys soundtrack. The, uh, and in my the, mind. The universe is trying to tell yes, us something. Yes, they were really trying to. Maybe they were trying to tell us to get the heck away from that name. Uh, the one thing, though, oh. is that it seemed like a different remix, and I was really getting into it. But I think they have a satellite radio at the right. gym, so that makes a little more sense. There is no radio station playing that, so I think it was some satellite deal. But I'm telling you, it was it was a different mix. It seemed more rocking. Than that, and all I could think of, I'm at the gym, uh, you know, all these greased up fucking guys there, and all I could think of was the greased up uh, sax man. That's epic sax man everywhere. And Every guy there, run. epic sax man. And you're like, no, they they're not tra- the universe isn't trying to tell us they, nothing. They, no, the universe was trying to make me, uh, you know, go far from straight. I think if everybody turned into that sexy sax man, right. uh, that guy's oiled up for business. Eric. Now, I will say other things about this. We also talked this week. We had uh, plans of making this a non-explicit podcast. I think those plans are out the door. I've actually, yeah. I think I've cursed twice already. It's a good possibility. <laughs> and and uh, it's just the fact that, and people in the Get Fresh crew, do do uh, chat, we're talking, and it's basically, I, I was, it was brought to light that even if we curse or don't curse. We still talk about things that are explicit anyway. The so stories really, we tell aren't for yes, families. Yes, the stories, it doesn't matter if you don't curse, if you're talking about pooping your pants or shitting your pants, it's still disgusting. It'll still make a five-year-old laugh. I or mean, this that, broad I was trying to bang, who this other guy banged, but it turned out it was okay because she had herpes. Yeah, she had herpes. I mean, you that really doesn't have curse words in it, Eric, <laughs> really? I mean, did you say bitch or did you no. say whore? You said whore. That that gets a I, little. I would bit... never say that. That's your word. Oh, you didn't say that. Did you just say girl? I must just. I think have I said broad. Broad. <laughs> it might be worse. <laughs> broad. Uh, but yeah, we are gonna start this up as the official one. The the two that are in the hopper. 
<laughs> the hopper. Uh, they will remain in the hopper. We are going to get our own feed for this podcast. It'll probably be on a, a feed by the end of this week. Uh, this will go up on our regular feed until the time where it gets its own feed. But anyway, now I'm confusing myself. Yeah, I'm saying it's going to be on the Weird Science DC Comics feed. Yes, it will be there, but it, it probably this is the last one. It, we right. have our other feed. I've already set it up. I, we just have to get accepted by iTunes, things like that. But it'll probably be the same nonsense as the Weird Science DC Comics podcast that we do already. Just and about that pop means culture. A lot of, that means a lot of nonsense. This is actually the spillover of stuff that we can't really get ourselves to be able to talk about on the regular podcast. We'll have this. Plus, this is for fun, right? Yeah. A lot of fun. A fucking ball we're having, Eric. A big ball. Jeez. See, this is what this is what we get. Uh, we are also. I've already set up a couple of things. We are on Twitter, Weird Science Pop, so you can go there. And, and one of the main reasons to go to that uh, Twitter page is some of the stories that we're going to have each day or each week. I will post the actual stories on the Twitter, including what we like to call the keeper or crapper section. And really, if we do flush things down the toilet in that section you'll still be able if you were interested in say the cult of chucky movie that got flushed who last isn't? week yeah and well yeah who isn't talking about the cult of chucky <laughs> uh you would be able to go to the twitter and read the story for yourself because there is no goddamn way i'm getting that thing through my you know the, I'm, I'm, the gatekeeper. I'm so happy i'm doing this podcast i'm telling you i am the gatekeeper eric the gatekeeper you can't talk about everything. Well, I'm the key and, and the master. Like that you talk. The key master. That's bullshit. That means I'm it, fucking you. Really, what happens as the as our podcasts always start? We it always starts as a democracy. It, it ends soon. I'm telling you, don't get used to it, Eric. Soon I will take what? complete. I never got used to anything. I will take complete control of this podcast too and shove it down your throat. Even to the point where we have a thing that we're going to have equal news items, like I get a news item, you get a news item. By Wednesday, or uh, that is Wednesday, by Tuesday, I came into work and I'm like, this is the news story, Eric. <laughs> I yep. just went down. And then you said something. I told you to shut your mouth. But that's yep. why we have the keeper or, uh, yeah, the keeper or crapper. So we can each bring things to the table. So but I, I, I so will it can tell at least you, look like I can bring something even oh, though yeah, you're crapping. Because I told you, uh, Dallas Gibson on, on Twitter already was telling me some things that he wanted because I did post all of the keeper or crapper news items. And you could even get on and kind of, hey, you should crap this or you should keep it. He started saying, I said, I don't know. That's Eric's story. And I got an itchy trigger finger. That's yeah. all it's going to be. There's a new sheriff in town there. Uh, we also have an email at weirdsciencepopculture at gmail.com. And the, the thing that gets me mad is I wanted everything to remain constant. So you could go to anywhere on the internet. Nice. Weird Science Pop I thought was very easy to remember and things like that. I go to set up the email, and I want it to be Gmail for some reason. And I put it in. And some fucking asshole has weirdsciencepop at gmail.com. Why would somebody have that? Unless possibly I already had done it and forgot. And that is a possibility because I was doing a lot of things. There was a lot of frenzy going on once we decided to call it Weird Science uh, Pop Culture Podcast. And for some you mean reason. Eight hours ago? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Then I ran to the bathroom at work and there was a frenzy, Eric. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, a frenzy. Uh, I believe it. 
Yeah. The the other thing is weird that I could really I had I struggled to say Lost Boys Pop Culture Podcast. Now that we decided not to do it, uh, it comes right off the tongue. Yeah. But and but Weird Science Pop Culture Podcast really does uh it it flows, Eric. It has a nice flow to it. But we're gonna start the night with a very solemn story, Eric, and, and a oh. story that I may cry bullshit on, uh, possibly. But Eric, the father of Pac-Man, dead at ninety-one. Mr. Pac-Man? The father of Pac-Man. That's uh, Johnny Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's Jonathan Pac-Man. Uh, How dare Jonathan. you? Jonathan. He, he, yes, he's an older fella. Uh, Masaya Nakamura founded Namco, the Japanese company behind the wildly popular dot-munching video game in 1955. This is the little background. I, this story was not well written the way I wrote it out here. It began with two electric horses on a roof of a department store, Eric. The company became Bandai Namco after its merger with a gaming company in 2005. And unfortunately, Nakamura died January 22nd. Uh, so that was a couple days a, a bit ago. They just announced it. The company just announced his death on Monday. So well, they didn't want the dead. stocks to drop. No, he's yeah. The the stops the, the stocks of Bandai Namco. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Of, what what is your favorite Bandai Namco game? Pac Man. Uh, Namco. I don't sports. even know. Oh, Namco. Yeah, I actually they might have done track and field, and which I loved. Uh, the company announces death on Monday. Pac Man. Now here's the here's where I cried bullshit. Okay, the father of Pac Man, Eric. What do you think he was involved with with the game Pac Man? Uh, developing it. No. He was not. Uh, he uh, Pac-Man was designed by video game engineer Tora Awatani and released oh. in 1980 to adoring audience. Basically, he's the father of Pac-Man because he owned the company. The game sold more than 100,000 units in its first year in the United States. It was named the world's most successful coin-operated video game by Guinness Book of World Records in 1981. The company yeah, estimates deal. Pac-Man has been played more than 10 billion times. I was more of a Miss Pac-Man fan myself. Well, here's the thing. So was everybody else. Miss Pac-Man yeah. is, is a far superior game. But you know what? You have to give props to the first, Eric. You always remember your first. Uh, according to Bandai Namco, the idea for Pac-Man's iconic design was inspired by pizza. The name comes from the Japanese phrase Paco Paco to describe the sound of the Pac-Man eating dots. A yeah. private wake and funeral were held by a, for Nakamura, and a separate memorial is being organized. So basically, he just... He was the guy who was in charge at the moment. I he was all around. Like you can go on and look up his name, and everywhere you go, he's got. Oh, it's like around. one of the one of one of those old anecdotes. I'm I'm not even sure if you've ever heard of it, but originally when it came to America, it was going to be Puck Man. Oh yeah, yeah. But they changed it because yep. of you know you could easily change a P into they would an F, it no to problem. Fuck man. Yeah, they would change it to Fuck Man. They would scribble it out or you know yeah. graffiti and shit. Uh, it's funny too because that whole. You know, pizza story. That's that's one of the biggest stories in early video game and early arcade things. Yeah, I, I, like I've pizza? heard I've heard since then that it was not even true uh, <laughs> because they were trying you to mean figure out. This is from old arcade lore that may yeah, or may oh, not but, be true. Old arcade lore where they were eating a pizza and somebody took a slice and oh. I was just gonna have a really bad. Can I do a bad? And then, accent I, and then they put up a line oh, of pepperonis that on like the table. Puck man, puck man. Yeah. Then they yeah, they decide fuck like. You. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm telling you that that is ridiculous, and it does seem funny that he didn't really even make uh, oh. the game. So hey, to you me, you know the father of Spider-Man and the Avengers, Walt yeah. Disney. 
Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> I had an I had a, a, a thing that I was going to say to it. It made no sense. You're the father <laughs> so of Star Wars. No, Indiana here's the Jones, thing. Walt I, Disney. I would love, yeah, Walt Disney. I, I'd love to see the funeral there, and they're burying Messiah Nakamura, and over in the corner is Toru Awatani, and he's like freaking shaking his fucking head. Hey, I, I'm not sure that he shouldn't be a suspect. I don't know how he died. Really? But, you you know, think Toru might? Well, that's he, the thing. He finally uh, had enough. I did. I didn't say in this news story that I I put down there. They have not released the uh, the cause of death. No, it investigation is still Toru. ongoing. So you think Toru's <laughs> just had enough? Look, he I, had I enough. Like, I, know I show you, personally. Father Pac Man. I show you. And he just he you think he off them. <laughs> That'd be Baku. good. Are you are you uh, besides saying that you are more of a fan of Miss Pac Man? What what would you rate like Pac Man in your video game arcade time? Uh, I know you're a little older. Oh, yeah, uh, that's so. the thing. I was born in '82, so by the time Pac Man Fever came and went, I wasn't even born yet, pretty much. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So like, I played. I went to a lot of old school arcades because my father loved this stuff when I was growing up. But. Really, my time with Pac-Man was maybe those little, like, you know, uh, what are they, like, cocktail table things, maybe at a oh, pizzeria yeah, yeah. and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, they had one at and, our Pizza Hut in town. They and had I, had, I had it for the 2600 as a kid, too, but, like, yep. besides that, that it terrible. was never a game. Yeah, it was terrible, yeah. Yep. So it was never a game because by the time I really got into video games, Super Mario Brothers came out and changed yeah. everything. Uh, never I'll tell back. you. The 2600 conversion of Pac-Man may have been one of the worst video game conversions ever. Yeah. Uh, first off, you have the whole thing. The basic game is set up that Pac-Man eats dots. If they weren't dots in that no, game, they were little squares. bars. Uh, what they always came out to me, they look like Pez, is what <laughs> I always associated with that now Pac-Man's eating Pez. I think the best oh, I... version I've ever played of Pac-Man was, I think my buddy Pete's, uh, I think it was the 5200. I can't remember what... Uh, you know, later on down the line. Just imagine uh, Pete got a version of it for the Jaguar. No, no, this was actually a the first time I had seen where somebody had hacked a game, and it was right. called Pac-Man on Ease, and it so was, was like, like a this, homebrew. Oh yeah, and it was like this really. Tr- it was faster. The boards were bigger, and it played this like almost like dubstep music. And when you would finish <laughs> a board. It would. Fl- I'm telling you, you think that Pokemon was causing epileptic seizures? You had to look away, <laughs> or you'd fucking be taken in time. I, I'm telling you, you'd wake up in the 60s thinking that you were fucking on acid. It was so crazy. And yeah, and it had this crazy thing, and it would just go, Pac-Man on ease. And then it would start to, <laughs> it was so fun. I hate Pac-Man. It is one of my least favorite games, mainly because I was terrible at it. Yeah, and to me, it just it was a waste of money. For me to play I, Pac-Man was a complete waste of money. I just, I'm saying that I, I I don't have high like you know I don't think of Pac-Man often when I think of video games, yeah. but whenever I see it, I do end up playing it. It's one of those games where those no, iconic I mean, it's, games it's, are you get to class. sit down or stand up and play. I always think of the yeah. cocktail table. For I some never reason. had I never had Pac-Man Fever though. I did have the album with Pac-Man Fever, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it, the thing also was it was such a huge hit. And people would, like, at school, they'd have their Pac-Man shirts, like the decal shirts, the oh, iron-on yeah. stuff. I never got into that. Uh, though one time I did buy one of those books on the book club when the, our school book club started having these hint books and stuff yeah. for the video like games. strategy guides. Yeah, I did buy the strategy guide that was just basically told you uh, the pattern that yeah. each of the – you know, the, the different go. things go and the stages and things. And I, I was too – I couldn't pay attention long enough to even learn that. So I had Do this Do you book. remember the names of the ghosts? It's Inky, Blinky, Pinky, and Clyde. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I know that. I said at one point maybe they could make, uh, you know, what's his name? What's the guy, Jerry Nakamura? Man. They could make him a ghost, Eric, and he Ooh. could be chasing people around. But uh, uh, also, no, man, the one I, thing... I've seen those Japanese ghost movies. Those ghosts are terrifying. Oh, they are terrifying. Uh, the one thing that I did like about the one hint book that I had, it was, you know, if you understand what I'm saying, it was a thin book. Yeah. So it was a long and thick. Oh, it was so neat. But you'd have things and you'd have to memorize stuff. I, I didn't have time for that. I actually wanted to open it up and it would fucking shoot something in my goddamn brain that all of a sudden I could play Pac-Man. You wanted it to and be, be cool. like freaking Matrix where all of a yeah. sudden I know, I know Kung Fu. I, yeah, yeah. I know Pac-Man. That's all I wanted. I don't need to read shit and try to learn. I, I, so you know, what you want is instant gratification without yes, any work. Yes. Okay. It really? No. I want to cheat. I want them to tell me, here's what the hint book should say. Okay, Jim, go into the arcade and go to the back. There's a, a fucking circuit board. Hit this, press this, boom. You automatically go to the end screen and then the kill screen and then everybody comes over. I do that. Hey, guys, what is this? What happened to this video game? And they, oh, you my just God, get here, he Jim? got the kill screen. Yeah, uh, that's me. That's the arcade version of jumping on the subway and winning the New York Marathon. <laughs> that's what I want. Those people should be immortalized as greats. Ah, jeez. I love You're you. You're a monster. I love All I want is the gratification and the accolades. I do not want the hard work that that goes before that. Who needs that? Winning means it, nothing then, Jim. It, it, no, it doesn't. And you know what? The winning doesn't. It's everybody else losing. That's the greatest thing ever. You just ah, sit at them. Monster. Look at them crying. Oh, it's joy to my heart. Is that what you do when you lose? Joy to my what when i lose <laughs> the fuck i lose if i lose i'm telling you if i lose at anything and the guy winning looks at me they will see the look of death being looked at and sit there and think that you will never see this again if i have to kill you you're this, never this having is why this nobody happen. plays with you yes it is the reason <laughs> Though I saw, uh, we were at the gym today, like I said, when I heard the song, and Rafe was downstairs playing basketball, and we went down, me and Zach went down, and Rafe, you, you hear Rafe from across the gym, the, the stuff that he was saying, Eric, a sailor would blush. I heard, get that weak shit out of here. Who he's the spending fuck? too much time uh, can, with those the hallway one point, he's like, gangs that got to yeah, The one guy shoots in a, does anybody know how to fucking shoot in here? He's yelling. I'm like, you're not allowed to curse like that. How, how is he shooting? Trouble. He doesn't. He that's the thing. He's like me. <laughs> if you're bad at something, you just trash talk. You don't let you're not gonna expose the stuff. See no, the thing is too, I'm actually, actually surprised. I'm very surprised you actually go to the gym because don't you just walk in there and realize you've already lost? No, I won. I go in there and people are like, God damn it, look at that sexy man. Yeah, is that what they that's, say? That's, that's how I get by going in. They know they had a gym for the blind. No, well, they do. You're you're invited, you fucking asshole. <laughs> the next story, Eric, is a, a story wreck. about movies. We're going, I am, I am a Well, here's the thing. I'm a wreck, but I am going to go to the gym to try not to be. Now, speaking of wreck, uh, you'll laugh at this. I was talking... Uh uh, we, the whole family got in a bit of an argument about stuff and we were talking about doing wash. Now, this is, right. uh, I, uh, this is something that I wouldn't even tell on the other podcast, but, uh, so Weird. we're, we're there and talking and I said to Tanya, my wife was yelling like, oh, you're always yelling at me and stuff like this. And I said, when did I, like, you make it seem like I'm the worst person who ever lived. So I come home from work and I, I always say there's, there's gotta be some assholes out there that come home and like, 
go and see dishes in in the sink and grab the dishes and fucking throw them on the bed and like you fucking do these dishes you no I don't throw them on the bed I throw them on the ground and break them because what's the point somewhere but you're like what the fuck are you not doing this so then we get into this whole thing and and Tony's like well if you did that I'd fucking punch you and things like that I'm like that's not the point I'm saying I don't come down here you know come home from work screaming and yelling I said when was the last time I yelled about like Hey, where's my wash? My wash isn't done. <laughs> this is a bad story. So uh, she she's like, oh, well, I do your wash or whatever. I said, oh, yeah, the freaking shorts I've been wearing, I've been washing in the in the goddamn uh, shower. I take a shower <laughs> and wash my shorts with bar soap. I'm sitting there washing them. I, I feel like an old lady at the goddamn river fucking hitting them over rocks. Because not, but I don't ever. I I get up early. I don't want to bother people, and I don't want to be a jerk and say to my wife like, "Where the fuck are my shorts?" So I I have been the last couple of days. I'm washing them in the shower. Zach looks at me and he just looks and goes, "Dad, you're a fucking homeless man. <laughs> you're right. Just look at me. I'm a goddamn wreck." Washing my goddamn shorts while I'm taking a shower, washing my hair while I, I've already washed up my shorts and I'm fucking stepping on them, trying to work the soap in. Oh, then I imagine too, back when your uh, when your sink like wasn't working and you, and you had idiot. the dishes in the tub as well. Yeah, I might as well. I might as well be doing that and then making soup on the back half. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Oh, Jesus Christ! I'm so, telling so, you, when so he how's said everything that, at home, buddy? It's awful. He says that when Zach says that, I'm like. You're right. What the fuck is I'm I'm a I'm I'm a homeless man who has a home. That's the only I'm a homeless difference. man who happens to be staying at this yeah. place. Staying here. Oh my it's god. It's a fucking hostel over there, Dude, apparently. It is. I'm, yeah, I'm fucking making goddamn stew in the toilet. <laughs> That's wine, Jim. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there. Keep I'm making classy. wine. I'm now I'm in jail. I'm making toilet wine. I don't know what's going on in the sink. No, they who get the wash done at jail. <sighs> what's that? They get their wash done in jail. Yeah, well, yeah, really. <laughs> Dude, I'm what? I'm sitting there. I'm even doing it, and now it's become like second fucking hat. No, I, I don't even think about that. I'm washing my shorts in the fucking shower. And then what I do realize, I know there's something terribly wrong. No, I here. do realize, and there's a tear going down my eye. Luckily, I'm in the shower. It just washes away here, and then I put them on. Here's the thing, too. <laughs> Is it warm out right now? I put no. these goddamn shorts on. They're soaking wet. I go outside. It's fucking two degrees out. They're fucking <laughs> freezing to my balls. I don't even wear underwear. <sighs> then, then, uh, then I get out of the car. I see this big fucking wet ass print on my goddamn <laughs> seat of my car. I don't know what's going on. Please get me out of the here. <laughs> Please. Get me off this crazy fucking ride. I, I, I don't know how to help you, buddy. <laughs> Please. I, Eric, I'm reaching out to you. This is a cry for help. Do, do I need to set a fire? What do you want me to do here? I, don't, fire. I really don't know how you to help. You might as well. Then I could cook the chili on the fire then instead of the toilet. <laughs> Aquaman finds its black mana. Nicole Kidman eyes mom roll. She eyes it, does she? <sighs> she eyes it. Uh, this news comes like, courtesy hey, Nicole, of the Hollywood Reporter. She just gives a stare. I'm like, man, no, she's I, I, the shit I, out of this When role. I think of that, I think of The Rock with the one oh, yeah. eyebrow going up. Just imagine Nicole Kidman doing that. Just imagine Nicole Kidman. She's there right now in Australia, down under. She, yeah. She's washing her dress in the shower, Eric. That's not no, happening. No, civilized down under. The news comes courtesy of the Hollywood Reporter, who are reporting that Warner Brothers and director James Wan have officially made the offer to ya here we go ya 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 Abdul Mateen the second 
Why doesn't why, it, it bothers me? I'm a third. It bothers me when people go with the second and not junior. Is that a disrespect to your father? No, you honestly, think it is? I think I think second's way more classic because who wants to go around being no, called that's junior? No, that's what I say. No, that's the problem. Is I think it's trying to be a little fucking fancy. Yeah, not the second. You're a junior. It's like Freddie Williams. Ju- uh, Freddie Williams the second, the the artist. He's an artist. Eric. What about Freddie Prince Jr.? Fred, yeah, he goes junior. He's a hey. dreamboat. He can. Yeah, he looks good. I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> Negotiations I, I are now underway. I imagine he's kept up pretty good. Yes. Per the report, James Wan in the studio have been meeting with actors for the part of Black Manta over the past couple of weeks, and they ultimately decided on Yaha Abdul-Mateen II, who made it on Hollywood's radar after starring in Netflix, The Get Down. You ever watch The Get Down? No, I have not watched The Get Down. I have not. You know what I think? There's what I think. They, this is The Get Down, Eric, if I can find it here. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> to get down, that's to get fresh. I'll get, get down. down. To get that, see the the joke ends when I can't find the goddamn sound. Uh, he's in the Netflix to get down. He'll also be starring in the upcoming R-rated Baywatch movie. Ooh, I think The Rock might be in that as well. And was he reported, is. Uh, reportedly a finalist for the role of a young Lando Calrissian in the upcoming Han Solo Star Wars movie. Really? So the thing is, I really thought that role was already going to Donald Glover. It was Donald Glover ultimately landed that role. Okay. Yeah, they have to have a casting couch. Everybody has to get a piece of the pie. I, I don't you know. know what for some I mean. reason, when you, were, when you were saying that, though, in my mind, he's like, yeah, all right, you know, it's not decided yet. He may get this role. You know what, what I mean, though. Man, the guy's a good-looking fellow. you got to get the I know how a casting couch, couch, couch works. I'm not a fucking rookie there. here. There's a hungry uh, bunch of producers. Why become a producer unless there's a casting I know how to get a Screen Actors Guild card, all right? Exactly. You know how to get it all right. Uh, speaking of which, this was last week, I believe, or sometime this week, the uh, the filming of the Han Solo movie just started, I think, le- this week or the end of last nice. week. Uh, in addition to the casting of Yaha, it's the funny t- thing, too. Every time they say this in The Hollywood Reporter, they always give his full name. Like, usually they'll be like Abdul Mateen, the set. Well, but in addition to casting of Yaha Abdul Mateen II, THR is reporting that Oscar nominee Nicole Kidman is up for the role of Aquaman's mom in the movie as well. And that's at Lana. Uh, do you think that that is a bit of a. Uh, like almost like an insult to call Nicole Kidman has had a long career, and the mention Oscar nominee seems to me like it's like yeah, you know the the woman who never won an Oscar. Like they shouldn't even go See, with that. No, Nicole honestly, Kidman's big that, enough to not say that. I think Oscar nominee is still like one of their status kind of things as well. You know, really? not everybody's been nominated for an Oscar. She's been but in she's like been seven nominated. million movies. Yeah, I think that's almost like a, leaving a, a scent tip. It's you want to say, insult. like, Nicole Kidman, who started The Stepford Wives. Ooh, yeah. Nicole it's, Kidman, who started Bewitched. It's Beware. weird, too. Ooh. You say that, and that was the movie that I was thinking of as well. <laughs> She's been in comic book movies. That's the thing. Is, I was thinking the Oscar nomination came from the movie Cold Mountain. I can't say for certain, but I'm like, oh. she was pretty good in that. She was uh, one of her first movies, Flirting. Uh, I actually recommend anybody to watch. It's really good. She's a very young lady in that one. That was one of her first ones. She's tall as hell and sexy. I don't know how she looks right now, but I know when I was uh, in the like late nineties when I was in high now, school, I had a giant crush on her. I hate it. I never liked her. I always found well, she's a tall her to woman. Be I very cold. Why. I don't know. You know, I could get platform shoes like Tom Cruise. He made it through all that. I'm as tall Didn't as Tom Cruise. Didn't make it through very long. Yeah, I'm telling you, the whole thing with that is they were married for a long time. Yeah, it's true. 
I think you're thinking of his friend. What's her name? I can't remember his first wife that, you know, they never really talk about. Deal isn't set in stone, but the report notes that things are looking good and that she is James Wan's top choice for Atlanta, the the mother. And I said to you. It's funny. I can I, actually see that pretty well, though, because she already yeah. reminds me of a Mara type. Yeah. Yeah, she'd be a, a good mother. And, of course, Aquaman would want to have somebody like his mother is what you're saying, right? Who, who doesn't? I said, if doesn't? Aquaman was being cast in the 90s where I get an Aquaman, Nicole Kidman would have been Mara. Yeah, she would have. So, yeah, that, that makes sense. And also, I think that the way this would go, you already, you're getting Black Man, Ocean Master has already been cast. Yeah. So I would believe that Nicole Kidman would be as a flashback setup, just as an order, when they show him being born. But if Ocean Master's a big deal, they would probably have to show in the past, like, how she hated Orm. You know what I mean? Like, it would really set up that he has mommy issues, things like that. Yeah. I don't think that it would or be even, present you know, day. Not even with that. It's just, you know, the whole origin tale of, like, you know, the father and oh, mother yeah. getting together. Oh, you'll you know, see, whole... you know, heading to Amnesty Bay. She'll yeah. come out of the ocean. I think that it would be more of that than, uh, you know, present day stuff with Aquaman. Unless he goes into, like, a, a fortress, maybe, and she has a hologram that guides Aquaman through the fortress and tells him to turn up uh, kind of like a fortress of solitude but underwater kind of kind of. i hate that i really people seem to like that part of man of steel i hated it so much when they had jarell's uh, you know hologram yeah i thought it was fun amy i thought it was so fucking ridiculous it, it really annoyed me i think it confused people too but or maybe just me i think just you I don't know what the hell was going on, Eric, but that uh, I, I think that that's like you said. I think that was a good choice uh, if if she does get the role. She's uh, eyeing like it, I hear. It's perfect, like she would have been. Yeah, she's got her eye on it. Uh, she would have been a Myra if it was oh, in the 90s. You're right. That that would have been a good one. Uh, but now, Eric, we're going to move on to Who would you have gotten to play Aquaman in, if they made an Aquaman in the 90s? Aquaman in the 90s. Because you know back then they would have gone straight the way he looks, blonde hair, chiseled guy kind of shit. Val Kilmer. You think Val Kilmer? He was already no, Batman in the 90s. So. No, I, I don't know. I, who would you get? Now you're putting me on the spot. I don't who know. Actually, I, now for some reason, I'm going Freddie Prince Jr. I don't know why. Freddie Prince Jr. with that black hair of his. You're going to dye it like Fred? Yeah. And it looked terrible. He looked awful. I don't I'm remember how think. it looked. It's been a 90s. long time since I saw Scooby-Doo. I'm trying to think of I think I just like have Freddie Prince Jr. on the mind now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have anybody that pops into my mind. I'm done. I still Aquaman. wanted to like. I don't know if it's just because he's too old or like a lot of people are down, but I, I can't even say the guy's fucking are. name. But the guy who plays Jamie Lannister yeah, in Game Jamie of Thrones, Lannister. like, I, I'm that's like, who he's I was gonna say. Like, he's right kind there. of old. In the '90s, he would have been what, like, 15? He could have been there. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really. I'm trying to think. Who could it have been? Who would be a studly Brad man? Pitt? Might have been okay, actually. But no, we're gonna move on here because the next bit is our keeper or crapper segment and this is a segment where each of us will present headlines to the other and the person can decide to keep it and then we'll talk about the story or hit the crapper while you're here at toilet and i should i should say here as i'm doing it i'm not doing it properly eric if we're gonna keep it <laughs> then we'll talk about the story if it's a crapper Flush it down the toilet. Of course, I still have to get a uh, not as long a toilet flush. <laughs> it was tough to I really find hope that was a, short, by now. <laughs> a short toilet flush. No, because we were doing all this stuff before, yeah. and I didn't even think about it until later. Uh, but, yes, you can go. I said it earlier. You can go to our Weird Science Pop 
on Twitter. It's at Weird Science Pop, and you can see all these. So if possibly Eric may flush all of my picks, which is a good – I don't have great stories. Get this better week. stories. You can go – and read the story on uh, Twitter, or at least get the link to the story so you can go, because I'm going to go first, Eric. And my first uh, is Lindsay Lohan. Crapper. Do you remember Lindsay Lohan, Eric? Crapper. America's sweetheart before there was an Eric Shay. Uh, oh, oh, you're already, you're already crapping her. You're long gone, brother. You're already the crapping trap, her. Nobody remembers. Parent trap. I'm thinking more of Herbie Fully Loaded. I, I just said that. Mean Did Girls and Herbie Fully Loaded is fully gone now. Nobody you. remembers it. How about Mean Girls, Eric? A very, very I popular movie. I just said Mean movie. Girls as well. You're not listening. Did you? How about huh, what other movies? What she exactly? Disney. How about Get a Clue? I know you didn't say that. I don't. I don't think anybody ever said that. Get what is that? Get a Clue. It was a uh, Disney movie. Just a TV movie. It was very good. I liked it, Eric. I oh. liked it. Lindsay Lohan meets with the Turkish president. Crapper. Rapper. Yes. You didn't want to hear about Lindsay Lohan? No, absolutely not. You, you know, didn't think be... you didn't think the opposite way, like why the fuck would the Turkish president want to talk to Lindsay Lohan? Honestly, I don't think he had any say in it. She just kind of showed up and she he showed her out. He actually you had something to show her out. Correct, but I guess you're never gonna know unless you go I to never the thing. Will. Now I will say she didn't look bad in the picture. She didn't look bad. She didn't have a herpes flare up. No, didn't look like she had herpes sores allegedly on her lips. There. Allegedly. Uh, Yes, allegedly. What is your first pick for The Keeper and Crapper? Dune Remake gets director. <laughs> All right. I'm going to keep it only because I am a huge Dune fan. That's the thing. I'm not I talking saw about like, that movie. I'm going to get him. That was the best Sting movie ever. <laughs> I was not a fan of the movie. That was the best Kyle McLaughlin. I I love the books. I read the yeah. books as a kid. Uh, I even said, I think I brought it up last week on our regular podcast, that I read those books and didn't understand a goddamn word they were saying. Eric, there were worms. There were fucking spice. And Dude, there was a Paul Atreides, you're, you're I think. You're talking about not understanding. It took me till like my late teens to realize that I to never watched To realize it was Dune. called Dune, not Done. No, no, no. I thought I had watched Dune all oh, these really? years. Turns out I'd been watching Enemy Mine and thought it was oh, Dune because so of the goddamn you would sandworms. say to me that you would probably put Enemy Mine in a Dune double feature. Is that what you're probably. telling me? Because that wouldn't be what I'd pick. What do you think I would pick if I was going to have a double feature? What movie would go well with Dune? Dune. It's not going to make sense to you, I don't think. It's just something uh, what you that got? pops in my mind. Labyrinth. Only because of David Bowie and Sting. That's the only That's reason. That's what you're going with? That is the only reason as a kid why I kept those together. And I, I'll tell you, I think the original movie came out in 84. And I think that was around the time. So I was about 14. And I just recently read the Doom book. So I was really excited you about the movie. You just discovered the police. That mo- no, no. Yeah. No, I, I just dis- I had recently, three years before, discovered porn, Eric. Uh and Sting was sexy, but no, I the movie was so convoluted, and it was a it was a fucking mess, is what that Doom movie was. There are a lot of people now that look back at it fondly and watch it for what it was, uh, like a campy kind of I, I deal. I can't say it's fun. It's got to be a cult film, if anything, at this point. That's, and they well, know I'm it's just you, bad, even, and they like it anyway. There's been people that we've talked about in the Get Fresh crew that have watched it, and like, oh, I love Doom. I'm like, you can't say that with a straight face. You're, you're fucking with me. I know yeah. you are. Uh, but yeah, let's hear the story, Eric. 
Empire Online reports back in November, news reached us that Legendary Entertainment, the home of Pacific Rim and Godzilla, had snapped up the rights to Dune, Frank Herbert's sprawling complex series of science fiction novels. Not long after that, we heard rumblings that they wanted French-Canadian wonderkin Denis Villeneuve... Villeneuve. Villeneuve to direct the new film. (laughs) Now it looks as though it's official. The Curse of Dune could yet topple Villanueva's efforts, but with the director shepherding another beloved sci-fi project, Blade Runner uh, 2049, Mm -hmm. out of development hell and into cinemas this year, we'd wager he's he's a safe pair of hands. (laughs) And with a pedigree that includes bold, challenging, grown-up material like Sicario and last year's Arrival. This could be be finally the adaptation that Herbert deserves. Yeah, well, here's the thing, too. Uh, they also had, like, Sci-Fi Channel, I believe it was, had some movies like Son of the... Like, the, the continuation Oh, no, Children stuff. of Dune, yeah. Children that was a big Dune, deal yes, when they Son came out in the early 2004. What the hell am I saying? Uh, I never watched those. I had already been burned, and it's funny, when you talk about that and how there's that curse of Dune, it actually reminds me a lot of the Don Quixote movies when they try right. to do that. Uh, it's always a wreck. And it's just... You, they said it in this that article you just read the news thing that you fumbled through her that uh-huh. uh, it is the book is so sprawling and and there's so much involved with like the politics of the book and things that I just don't think that it translates well into a movie that I hope that while people who are big fans of Dune will probably hate my guts but I think you got to kind of dumb it down. You and, do got to dump down. You could have all that there. I'm saying you could have all that there in the background. You just don't have to discuss it. You just no, have to know that it, it's there. It, it really, you know, it deals with a lot of crazy stuff. I should go back and read those. If I right now start, oh, you can find Dune, the time to go and read those. Oh, the time. It's going to take me for seven years to get through it. I'd like to read that and the Foundation series by Isaac Asimov again, because uh, I read that as a really young kid, and I think half of it went over my head. I, I really was. Uh, uh, not a smart kid, Eric. I, I would walk around with the Dune book. I, I still have it in my basement, too. I saw it the other day, and I would walk around thinking I'm fucking special. Just walking around with it. Like a I got a little bit more here, phony. though, just so you just oh. so you know. With, uh, Dennis okay. Villanueva, uh, Nueva, born October 3rd, uh, is a French-Canadian film director and writer. He's an Academy Award nominee for Best Direction for Arrival and three-time winner of the Genie Award for Best Direction for Maelstrom in 2001, Polytechnique in 2010, and Incident. Incendies, Incendies, <laughs> in 2011. All three uh, films also won the Academy of Canadian Cinema and Television Award for Best Motion Picture. Oh, Internationally, is best known for the is crime. Is that the genie they're talking about? Oh, yeah, the it genie? is the genie. Yes, the genie. Internationally, he is best known for his crime thriller films, including Prisoners and Sicario, and the critically acclaimed science fiction drama Arrival, which the thing is, I, I've heard a bunch of good stuff on the television about Arrival. People oh, I've yeah. talked to ain't too thrilled, it seems like. D- did he win a Juno Award, Eric, by any chance? A Juno? I, I, I didn't see anything about a Juno from where I Do you know I what slipped. a Juno Award is? That's the no Canadian version of the Grammy. Is it? A- every year, fucking Brian Adams, Juno Award winner. Doesn't even, he hasn't even written a song in fucking 10 years. He won a Juno last year, I'm, I'm sure, for all our Canadians out there. <laughs> G-Man's going to kill me. I don't even watch the Grammys, let alone <laughs> the, Junos, the Junos. Eric, the Junos. Alanis Morissette. She probably hosts every year. The Junos. Probably. You know, probably uh, I'm trying. And Michael J. Fox. Junos. Yeah. Uh, my my second. 
My my second, I'm saying he hosted it. He doesn't need to <laughs> sing to host. He just goes out there. He just goes out there and reenacts his freaking uh, time on Back to the Future on stage yeah, there? he just does that. He just plays fucking Johnny B. Good <laughs> constantly. Uh, my next we story. We just feel bad for him. I can't tell him no. That is true. That is true. Uh, my next story. John Hamm will reprise his Mad Men role on SpongeBob SquarePants. So before you react, Eric, really, really, um, this, is, this is what you got for me. John Ham, Eric, Mad Men, a big show, Mad Men. SpongeBob yeah, how many episodes of Mad Men have you watched, Jim? I did watch an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants yesterday, Eric. We mm-hmm. actually did. We watched I didn't ask the episode. About we I watched said the Mad SpongeBob Man. episode yesterday where uh, they're serving multicolored Krabby Patties. Do you ever see that one? No, really I don't watch a lot one. of SpongeBob. Over uh, here. My my youngest son Logan has rediscovered the, his love of SpongeBob. SpongeBob, Eric. What else were you asking me about? John Mad Ham. Man. Yes, I enjoy ham and cheese on rye. Actually, I hate rye. Are you a big rye bread fan? Because I not hate really. It. Only on uh, freaking patty melts. Mad Men, you say? Yeah, that is good on a patty melt or a, a Reuben. Like when it when it is supposed to be yeah, rye yeah. bread, I'll go with it. But all right, look, else? look, I ain't gonna be a dick. I already flushed one of your stories. Give me your no, goddamn you John Ham nonsense. You don't have to. In fact, I I figured you were gonna flush it. I didn't even print out the story. Eric. No, I did. You're gonna keep this one? I I I, I feel like a dick if I flush both of yours. <laughs> Don Draper has left Madison Avenue for Bikini Bottom, Eric. And if you didn't mm-hmm. know, Bikini Bottom is where SpongeBob lives. John yeah, yeah, Hamm, who played the 60s ad exec on Mad Men from 2007 to 2015. I'd never seen a second of this show. I, I know I that people loved it. I watched the first season, I believe. Did somebody commit suicide and they were hanging on the back of their door in their office? Did that possibly happen? Very good show? possibility. Uh, I remember the guy, one guy at work, Sean, told me about that. He was a big fan of the show. I, I never saw it. Will play an animated and much fishier version of the character named Don Grouper on a special episode of Nickelodeon's hit, SpongeBob SquarePants, that will air February 20th at 7 p.m. doesn't say Eastern Time, but I'll assume so, it is because we're in Eastern Time, Eric, so that makes it important. So in what you're episode, telling me is well, that well, John Hamm's career is not going so well. I, I'm not saying that allegedly. In the episode titled <laughs> Goodbye Krabby Patty, Gruber's ad agency is hired by penny pinching Mr. Krabs to sell a frozen version of his fast food restaurant's signature dish, the Krabby Patty. According to a statement from Nickelodeon, Gruber is so charismatic that when Don's in the room, everyone laps up his words like overpriced organic honey. The teaser trailer for the episode also pays homage to the opening credits of Mad Men by showing a silhouette of Bikini Bottom's resident Mad Man, SpongeBob, falling through the air alongside a spatula, tomatoes, buns, lettuce, and more. Uh, Yeah, I I think that – well, here's the thing. Did you know that the show was on for eight seasons, it looks like? Uh, I'm seasons. sure I did. I'm telling you, I, I saw advertisements for it every year, so I'm, I, I'm sure I had an idea. I'm telling you, if John Hamm happened to listen to this, he'd laugh at you and go to bet on his Mad Men money bet. I believe he's probably wiping his ass with Mad Men you, money right now and out of, laughing. Out of everything you just told me, though, the only thing I could like stick to, like I was stuck on was them talking to me that like people are going to shell out money faster than for like overpriced organic, organic honey. honey. I'm like, <laughs> who the fuck are you people talking to? The other thing that doesn't make sense to me is these are the Nickelodeon, the statement from Nickelodeon. Use a SpongeBob reference here, not organic honey. You know what I mean? Use something. You I know. Agree. 
say like, man, every time he's in the room, they lap up his words, unlike at the chum bucket, Eric, the yeah. chum bucket, something like Overpriced that. Overpriced organic honey. I'm yeah, like, are we just talking that's... to hipsters here? What are we talking yeah, about? It is. It must be for hipsters, Eric, so it's not This is a us. children's show, right? Do you think John Hamm right now is the possibility that within the last six months he's washed his shorts in the shower? Is no, that a possibility? That's... He might have somebody else do it, but I don't think so. I could do I'm a I'm a fucking classy guy in the shower now. I can do it very easily. And what actually, can you imagine at one point when I first did it, I actually even had this stupid thing where I, I lathered it up on the thing and then wiped my head with it. I've stopped doing Good. Uh, I'm Good. a fucking home. I am. I'm like a homeless man. The next thing I should just start taking showers at the YMCA and fucking, I don't know. What's your last story, Eric? Winona Ryder's Ryder, facial expressions are everything. That's gonna get a photo flush, Eric. And I do, I do think it's funny. That is just not a story for a podcast. You're gonna ex- now if you go to the site. Uh, and what was that at the SAG Awards? Yes. Was that yeah? Uh, she's a nut. She is a plain out. I'm not even gonna say a legend. The reason, she's the reason bonkers. I'm, I'm telling you, the reason I added this story is it's very easily accessible online, but. Yeah. Uh, you can see this anywhere. It's just that I have seen so many different GIFs yeah. pop up of yeah. like people adding stuff, to that, and I'm like, it's I'm sure there's now. some that you had to have seen by now with like a flying saucer. Oh, there she, has to she's be some all over. She's all over the place here. Uh, I guess it's the director uh, talking, right? Of uh, it, what's it called? It's the, a Stranger Things. Yeah, Stranger Things. And he's talking. And did you have you watched it all? The uh, the thing that he's talking the speech he's I th- doing i think he was just an actor honestly it was david okay, it was, i don't know i i again we have a pop culture podcast and i've never seen stranger things i don't know oh, what the good. fuck Listen i'm doing out. on this uh this podcast but whoever was talking was like very he was yelling at a oh, bunch yeah. of times so some of these reactions were her reacting and one point he's like go out right now and punch somebody in the face and that's where it, like she's like what the hell but she is so crazy it's crazy. The one picture that I put on our uh, Twitter, Brandon messaged me then or actually put it, quoted on that and said, like, is that the expression she did when she got caught for shoplifting? She looks <laughs> like somebody has, like, accused her of something. She's a nut. I used to yeah. have such a crush on her. Oh, me too. Like, more than probably anybody except maybe Alyssa Milano. Th- those yeah. two. Oh, what's going on? And really what happened when she played the mother in Star Trek, the first, uh, you know, the reboot Star Trek, yeah. uh, it really, it, it almost broke my heart that my the little sweetheart that I knew back in the day, Eric, is now playing somebody's mother in the movies. That's when you realize you're fucking old. It really I'm is. I'm saying, friggin', uh, I can't think of her goddamn name now, and I had a giant crush on her, too, friggin', um, Kathy Super- Bates. Yeah, Kathy Bates. No, it's freaking um <laughs> it was married to freaking Christopher Lambert. She played Superman's mother in the Man of Steel. Margot Kidder. Diane Lane. Diane Lane. Yeah, she was pretty hot too. I had she such was, a crush on her growing outsiders, up too. She was so hot. Oh yeah. Yeah, Diane Lane. Then she actually disappeared for a while and then came back really strong. And now I haven't seen her since. Right? Have you what? seen her in anything lately, Diane Lane? I just told you, the Man of Steel, she was uh, Ma Kent. Yeah, Man of Steel, that was fucking, you know, that's it, though. I'm saying at one point she was in, like, uh, there was some movie about her moving to Italy and shit like that. Like, at one point she was in, like, seven movies, it seemed. All right, how about year. Batman v Superman? Well, that's because she's playing that one role. I'm just well, saying, though, she's now. in stuff. She's old. Yeah, she's in stuff because she's old now. It, it doesn't. I'm telling you, at one point, there was some Tuscany movie she was in. Uh, that she looked hot in. 
She was getting her groove back in that one, I believe. That's what I think. But that's it. For I thought the... she was getting her groove back in that freaking porno I saw that was released of her. Oh, really? There was yeah. a porno? What was it, it was, called? It was Diane Lane like porno like leak. It, was it? It's like everyone gets a trip down the lane. From, it was like Is from the 80s called? or early 90s. Holding hands down the lane. Secrets I don't know if it was Christopher Lambert who was plowing her, but goddamn. Did they have anything with Lane in the uh, in the title? No, Did it, they get it, clever it wasn't. With it, it wasn't like One Night in Lane. It was just no. A, they didn't like a, have One Night in Lane. Like no, no. It wasn't uh, every like Lane that. open for pleasure. Did they have and for that all one? I know, it could be a fake too. I just know it looked a lot like Diane Lane, and it looked like it was shot on a home was video Rob camera Lowe back in the day. In that one, no. yeah, Rob Lowe. There was oh, no faces except I for her. I never saw. That. Yeah, that, that sounds like it's a bunch of hooey. You know what I mean? Christopher Lambert. The hell wants to see him, Eric? You didn't see him. It was no, from his POV. That's good. Ooh, was it? He was holding the camera. I can yeah. imagine then too. It was like a huge ass camera back. One yeah. of those big VHS cameras in the middle. He, she's like riding him. He's got to change the tape. Hey, <laughs> wait a minute, honey. The tape there. All right, but that was the end of the uh, keeper crapper, and we're going to move on to our regular stories. And this, Eric, is a story for you because it involves something you're a big, big, big fan of. Hit it, Eric. Peter Capaldi to leave Doctor Who. Yep. The world of Doctor Who fans was sent spinning on Monday night after the actor Peter Capaldi said that he would step down from his role as the title character in the British television series. The Scottish-born Mr. Capaldi, who has been who has played the Doctor since 2013 and is the 12th actor in the role, told a BBC radio program that he felt it was time to move on to different challenges. Ooh. Ooh. You, you want to hear some little stuff here? Oh, is there more stuff? Well, I, I added a little bit of stuff, you know, a little speculation shit in here. I got okay. Chris Chimbo will take over as showrunner in 2018 for the show's 11th season, where previously it would seem that Capaldi would stay on for one more season during his run, but it looks like things changed. It's a rumor I heard uh, sometime last year, you know, before the Christmas special. I think it was during the summertime when mm-hmm. it was first announced that Chimbo was going to take over as showrunner. But, like, and I also saw that Capaldi wants his replacement his replacement to be Francis de la Tour. Do you know who that is? No. She played Madame Maxine in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Okay. See? That big old giant lady who was Hagrid's yes, freaking love interest in that. Yep, I know who you're talking about now. So he wants a woman to replace yeah, he wa- He wants her because they worked together previously. But see, the rumor has it that Andrew Buchan is, I don't even know if that's how you say it, but Andrew Buchan is favorited for the role of, do- of the Doctor. And right. with him being on Broadchurch, which Chris Chimbo is a showrunner on that, it could make sense. Is but this a younger I, guy or an older guy? He's like 36 or 37, okay. I believe. All right. Thing is, though, I saw another stat, though, where the bookies are actually taking bets on this now. And the friggin', you know, the top bet has it as Olivia Coleman on the top spot. And she's a woman. She was on Broadchurch as well, who worked with Chris Chimbal. Uh, so, Chibnall, I mean. But yes. that's a good bet right there as well. Because we were talking about it all, like, earlier this week, where, you know, people are outraged. It should be a person of color. It should be a woman, a woman of color, whatever, you know? Yep. Uh, Right now, I don't know what they're gonna do. It could be, it's up in the air. I think they might try to get the fans, like you know, be, make them happy so they don't catch any flack for one of the. I think it's more flack. I, I yeah. really like. I said to you immediately, if you were gonna ask me, because I am a latecomer and bailer of Doctor Who. I really like Matt Smith. I'm more yeah. of a Matt Smith fan than I was a Doctor Who fan, I guess, because when he left. Peter Capaldi came on, and I immediately got bored. And, well, that's the problem, bam. because when, I'm saying, I even told you, I love Doctor Who. Peter Capaldi came on that first season, season nine he was on, it was rough. Yeah. And uh, it took me and till I didn't that, make it through there. It took me till that se- season was over, and we got the Christmas special for me to actually warm up to the character. And then the next season I thought was great. 
Yeah, and the thing, like everybody who watches Doctor Who knows, and they they deal. I mean, I'm telling you, probably some of the most patient fans who have ever lived on this planet, Eric, because seasons come out with years apart. Uh, it happens with Sherlock as well. I'm sorry. Uh, season eight was rough. Season nine, I liked him. I just okay. realized I and, and, that up. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm telling you, these you'll have a season, then you you'll go a whole year without anything. You'll have a Christmas special. You might go another half year, a year, and things like that. And people are very patient about it. When Matt Smith was the Doctor, uh, and what season was that? The seventh. What five, six, and seven? Uh, well, five. When the fifth season. He came on, boom, when the sixth season was going to start up, because you'd already had that fifth, when the sixth season was about to start, boy, shit, wasn't that, that was, the, it was the season then that people went nuts for, right? No, because, I really, I think it went nuts, and I think the marketing shit like that was the biggest for season five. It, it continued with season here's six, the but thing, five though, was the when big you push told when me about season five, when I actually watched, was way, well after season five had been done. I uh-huh. heard nothing about it. I didn't see any ads. It was that next season after I watched it that I saw all those ads and freaking kids. Almost like Teen Beat magazine had shit in that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I didn't hear anything. Just as a person who didn't watch Doctor Who or do anything, I had no idea who Matt Smith was. I didn't right. think I didn't know anything about anything of the new. Oh, before Doctor, Doctor who, who, I knew nothing about him either. Yeah, and I'm just saying, like I'm telling you, it was almost like when we say about how Shrek won was such a great movie, yeah. but not a lot of people saw it. And then the hype, Shrek 2, is a, made a billion dollars because of how it seemed to me like the hype then was when they pushed it, when it was going to come back, because then I was in. I had watched that whole season, and then when it came back, like I was in. I was waiting for that fucking premiere and all that stuff, and there was such a buzz about it and continued on, really. Matt Smith, you know, you'd see him all around. Everybody would have things. Peter Capaldi, I just... It, it kind of died the hype. Now the people who well, the worst Doctor part was who, is when it was first like you know like showing that Peter Capaldi is going to play the Doctor. All over YouTube, they had reaction yeah, you videos, had younger crying. teenage girls and getting like, upset, all upset. It's like me when I show up on Chatterbait, Eric. All I hear is <laughs> ooh and oh no, look at that old guy. But yeah, people are upset, and I really do think a lot of them were like me that they weren't really. Doctor Who fans, they, and anybody who's a Doctor Who fan listening is probably like, fucking good riddance. We don't need them. But unfortunately, yeah, the show kind of does. The show, you know, yeah. any show wants to have more fans. And so to me, it, they really have to change it up a bit. You had Peter Capaldi, and you're getting to a point, especially nowadays, where, and I hate to say it with social justice warriors and things like that, that always having, a, a Brit is probably going to always be. You know, yeah, that yeah, that's what it should be with. in my mind. But having a Brit or white, Scott, you know, a white male, it, it just people are going to start complaining. And there was before Peter Capaldi, there was a lot of rumor oh, that it was going to be a woman. Uh, that seemed to be. It wasn't even like, oh, that was the big one. Oh, it's going to be a woman. And then it wasn't. It was Peter Capaldi. See, I heard a lot of. I actually, be, I say, I heard both black, uh, a black man or a white woman. No, yeah, well, or a black woman. The, the thing about it is, then you pick Peter Capaldi, who is like. If you're against it, you're going to be really upset because it's what you always have. Like even in comics, oh, comics are written by old white guys. Oh, everybody's a – and now you have Peter Capaldi who is an old white guy. And I really do think – and you said to me, boy, people people might get upset because that's what they want. They want the same and all that. And, you know, I could argue with you about stuff like it's always been a white guy. Well, I could say that about the president. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, you could always – and the problem with, with what your argument was, people might get upset and say something. Say – and what I think it should be, a young black woman. I'm telling right. you, 20. Like it would really – it would – 
put a spark. Now, people who are normal, regular viewers, they might not like it, but I think a lot more people would jump on. And you'd have to trust the writers and the showrunners, that stuff. But you said, boy, people are going to protest that. And I said, really? They're going to go on Twitter. Black, uh, young white, or young black woman as the doctor? Not on my watch. You automatically <laughs> seem like a piece of shit. There is no way you could protest that. You may not like it in your home. You're not going to go online and go, you know what? The worst thing ever happened. A, b- a young black woman. Bullshit. You're going to just look like a piece of shit. So yeah. I also said, uh, the cynic in me will also say that. They're going to do this, and if it if it fails, if they have a – say they have a young black woman do it, uh, and it fails, they can st- – and now they have it in their back pocket. Look, we tried. It didn't work. Let's go back to what we wanted to do in the first place. Like so They could really set somebody up to be a scapegoat, uh, yeah. but hopefully they wouldn't do that. Hopefully they pick it. I think that just in my thing, I don't know what would bring me back. Uh, again, who I don't wants think anything would back? bring you back no, because who you wants don't me watch back? anything. But the problem, the, or the the thing of it is, Zach next door here in my in the room next door would probably watch it if it was a you know a younger, even a younger you know black guy, uh, or you know something like that. I know my wife would be in if they, if she found out it was Rihanna, Eric Rihanna, and she she'd go through the roof. She would watch it, and she'd probably make everybody else watch it. She'd be all excited. Uh, but yeah, then yeah. Why would they be excited? They would be because it'd be something new. They hated Peter. Cap- Nobody watches it. They were fans, and Peter Capaldi like, I don't want to watch this old guy. He's boring, and they they bailed. I think that's hey, a I, new I'm just saying they, they they bailed too early. Cause I'm telling you, I gave it a season, and I was I was very upset because I was not liking it. And by the time that Christmas special came around, there the freaking last Christmas one. No, I I really got me on board, and then that freaking yeah, next season you, they, was great. They just don't like Peter Capaldi. They don't yeah. want. They I'm saying the character got and, better, though. I know. I'm saying him. He's still yeah. the same. It's still Peter Capaldi. They I, hate I, him. I don't. I'm just saying though. I didn't like him either when yeah. I, I started, but like the character changed and he became very likable. Yeah, I just. I'm telling you, they don't even like his look. I'm telling. The minute that they saw that the first episode with him, everybody just bailed. They're like, I don't want to watch him, and they bailed. I think a lot of people did. You saw, like you That's said. That's a lot about how the Werners feel about the No, elder. I'm saying you saw those young girls sitting there, and everybody, you think they're watching it anymore? Those ones that were all into Matt Smith, and then all of a sudden Peter Capaldi, they bailed. And it's just, and also with the amount of time they've had off, it's really, I hear no buzz at all. It's just the same people. It'll never you know, die. It's Doctor yeah. Who. People are always going to love it. I don't see kids. At one point when Matt Smith was going, I would go pick up my, my son at school and I would actually be like, holy crap, there's actually kids with Doctor Who shirts and things like that. We had, I told you a couple years ago, we were doing trick or treat and the one person down the street had a whole Doctor Who themed, like almost like a Doctor Who house. And, right. uh, you know, it was really people were all fired up. And I just I don't hear anything or say even uh, what's it called? The kid at work, fucking Arik at work. He was so into it. He bailed. Uh, yeah, just, he, he's he's not a good example. Yeah, but no, he's a great example because he goes where the hype is. He's a yeah. faker and goes where the hype is. There hasn't been hype. So he's gone. That's why he's gone. There's no hype. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Do you have any sort of idea who you would want to have as the doctor? No, not at this moment. Honestly, I really like the idea of like you know a TV actor, if anything, and mostly an unknown. Like anybody from Broadchurch, they want to go that route because the the new showrunner is like comfortable yeah. with those people. I'm okay with that, just because I don't want it to be somebody who's like like too well known, you know. Yeah. So you don't want John Hurt? Yeah. 
Just, you gotta be like that, man. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, that hurts I'm sure, me. I'm sure anybody who's listening is like, that Jim's an asshole. It's just, I, I was into Doctor Who for a bit, and it, uh, my my flame burned down, Eric. It was burning hot, hot and heavy. I was into that's because I asked you to watch a show that was longer than a half an hour. That was true. Uh, no, I know what happened. It's when the one the season ended, and then there was nine months be- before the next thing. And I just move on. I, I really have problems with that. Uh, but we're going to move on to our next section, Eric. And that is the What You Talk About Willis section. What You Talk About Willis. What You Talk About Willis. And this is a section where we find a story that is pretty much crazy, right? Just yeah. nonsense. And this is the story Japan now has Kit Kat sushi, Eric. Kit Kat. Now, I'm telling you, you kind of explained this to me before. And it, like I'm telling you, I was confused then, but I, I could have sworn that you explained it to me a different way earlier no, today. No, well, this is so. the problem. Here's the problem. Last year, the same the Kit Kat company, yeah. uh, for a April Fool's joke, announced that they were going to have sushi-flavored Kit Kats. Right. And people actually seemed to be into it, but there was no product Fucking because it weirdos. was April Fool's. So they've decided now... We're going to go with it, and this is from Kotaku, and it's this week in Tokyo. You can buy Kit Kat sushi. Dreams are real, uh, Eric. And according to Entabi and Tokyo Bargain Mania, the first, first street-facing Kit Kat specialty shop will open in Tokyo's Ginza on February 2nd. You know, so the tomorrow. store that everybody demanded. Yeah, I'm telling you, half the stuff that I'm reading, I don't even understand the words coming out of my mouth. Uh, February 2nd, so tomorrow this all opens up. The other shops are located in department stores and in underground shopping areas. To mark the event, the store will be selling very special sushi Kit Kats. Now, here's what they claim. This is where it gets a little right. bit crazy. Kit Kat sushi will come in three flavors, tuna, egg, and sea urchin. Why? Now the next Why? thing. What is wrong with you, Japan? Listen, here's Just give the me God's will and stuff. This actually, me. this the way they word this story even makes it a better what you talk about, Willis, because it says next their actual taste is slightly different, but the treats were created in the image of the sushi that inspired them. Now I've looked at the pictures. I put them on Twitter and. They look like Kit Kat bars, so I don't know what the hell they're talking about <laughs> that they're in the image. They, they basically have a color. But here you go. The one that's supposed to be tuna right, right. is raspberry-flavored Kit Kats on puffed rice covered with white chocolate. You okay, get so sourness. hold on. Yeah, they're not so. So what you're saying, telling me is that they're just reusing stuff that wasn't sold previously they, that they put possibly, out. Possibly, but they're making it look like like when they say, "Oh man, tuna Kit Kat," because I'm telling you right away, if they sold a tuna Kit Kat at Wawa right now, I'd be off to get it just to try it with my kids and see oh, yeah. how disgusting it is. Because you know me, if you say don't touch that, I'm touching it. If you say don't taste that, I'm eating yeah, you're, it. Yeah, you're retarded. I got I you. I am. I am a I'm a retard, but uh, so the tuna one is raspberry flavored Kit Kat on puff rice covered with white chocolate. So they're making it they're making it in a style of sushi that looks like what it's it's not such. You get the sourness of red fruit with the sweetness of chocolate, Eric. The that, other that's one nothing says sushi to me. The listen to shit. me. You have to see it. It is. It looks like sushi, but it has a big goddamn Kit Kat in the middle. The sea urchin one. Uh, has the flavor of Hakadu melon and mascarpone cheese. 
Now that sounds disgusting as yes. it is, right? You have a melon and if cheese flavored If I can't pronounce the Kit cheese, Kat. it's probably gross. Yeah, really. It's not for Munda. Uh, it's ra- that one's wrapped in seaweed in Battleship Maki style, Eric. Oh, okay. the Battleship Maki style? Yes, the Battleship Maki style and the egg version, which uh, these have actually like tuna as maguru, uh, uni as the sea urchin, and tamago is the egg but the egg flavor I'm one. so happy you explained that to me the egg flavor well I want I don't want people to call me out and like oh it's actually this flavor I'm going with you know what I know but the egg flavor is pumpkin pudding flavor now of all of these you could have maybe had the one taste like egg right yeah Nope, that's or at pumpkin least maybe pudding. An eggnog the the weird thing to me is like I go in and I'm like, I want the tuna one. Now I gotta remember that the tuna one's actually raspberry. I'm all fucking confused. The that one is the egg one is pumpkin pudding flavor, which pumpkin pudding sounds terrible. The Kit Kat. I think it that sounds one, pretty good actually. That one really? I don't think yeah. it sounds good at all. In my all. mind, pumpkin pudding is just like pumpkin pie filling. <laughs> that's what it would be. That's what sounds disgusting. I love uh, pumpkin yeah, pie. Eat, well, eat a pumpkin pie. I will. Go. Now. Right now. <laughs> the Kit Kats are served on puff rice covered in white chocolate with wrapped with seaweed for a gentle flavor akin to the real tamago or egg-flavored sushi. This is the first Kit Kat sushi available in Japan. Last year, however, Kit Kat Japan did have Kit Kat sushi as an April Fool's joke. Now, I will mention last week's uh, episode that we may not have anybody ever listen to again, Eric, because yeah. it may not be up on the regular feed, but you could always go back on the Weird Science feed unless I take it down. Our story yeah. in the What You're Talking About, Willis, was about uh, being able for Valentine's Day to name a hissing, a Madagascar hissing cockroach uh, for a loved too, one yeah. or a hated one. And Toby, Toby actually named uh, Madagascar hissing cockroach off of, over you. I would love it if somebody got a hold of this sushi and sent it to you as well, Eric. This, this is all I'm going to now have all of these stories. Is what just you're so talking about, Willis, is just a way to abuse Eric Shea? It's a way to abuse Eric Shea. And if, if, they, if somebody did get us a kit and send it, I promise we will have an unwrapping oh. and eating video with you eating it. You I could have the kit. I'll take that. the cat. Yeah, I'll have the kit. I'll eat it. I'll try it. Though, actually, raspberry flavored Kit Kats sound disgusting. Melon and cheese fine. sound terrible. And pumpkin pudding, you can take that and keep it to yourself. All right, but this is, uh, we're going to go on to our next story. We have two more stories left. And this, this sounds next like you one, like anything. <laughs> yeah, I know. This next story is a personal story, Eric, for both myself and yourself. Uh, and it, it will continue the food thing because as this podcast goes on i'm sure that it's going to just be a lot of food items because me and you are gluttons yes and love the other you. day you came into work and you said to me you you actually forgot you were all excited to get to me to work and tell me that that a game changer has happened and i'm telling you life will uh, never be the same jim I, I and you you said this and i i did take notice my ears popped up eric they <laughs> pricked up because i thought to myself boy i've never really heard eric say game changer now of course i immediately go to nonsense and think that you're going to tell me the game changer is that the switch is going to come with uh, another <laughs> packing controller some bullshit or actually to me the game changer is that uh, they hired uh, Tony Todd to appear as Candyman in Cold of Chucky Ooh. as a crossover. I'm thinking that to, to you, there's game changer Eric Shea. 
That was not I the don't case, use sir. the term game changer lightly, Jim. Now, you do not. I will say, you are not the man who cried game changer. Now, once you said to me that it involved a eating a, a food item, then I became very interested, Eric. You of course. And, me. Uh, and I was like, ooh, let me hear. And of, also, I wish that we had the, the recording of it because you told me what this was. And then I started grilling you about it. And <laughs> I really wanted to know. And we really had like a back and forth. Like I almost interviewed you about this. And then we got so excited. Tell, tell people what it is. It is the Taco Bell Naked Chicken Chalupa. Yes, it's the Taco Bell Naked Chicken Chalupa. And uh, the way, the best way to describe it, they do have the website description. But you said to me, listen, Jim, it's a chicken chalupa. And right away, I'm telling you, you say naked chicken chalupa. And what goes into my mind is, okay, they have a grilled chicken breast and fucking healthy shit. And I'm like, this isn't a kid. Like, why is he telling me this? Because this isn't something, when I think of it, what it would be would make you think anything about a game change or whatnot. Then you told me. The kicker. And what is the kicker, Eric? The shell of the chalupa is actually the fried chicken. It's made of fried chicken. In the shape chicken. of a shell. Yes. And now, right away, anybody who is a glutton like ourselves is going to think of the KFC Double Down, where they had a chicken sandwich without the bun. I'm telling you, this naked chicken chalupa makes that bullshit. The, yeah. the uh, fucking, you know, the Double Down to me is I'm just like... You, I like. Here I thought we had st- like st- stalled as a civilization. Now yes. I know the scientists are still innovating because yes, you this know changes the, everything, Jim. Science is still alive and well. I don't care what – people are afraid that with uh, Trump taking over that science is going to be stalled with his policies. No. We still have hope. And right now, what man. I said, oh my the, God. this makes the double down to me. It makes that seem like you just dropped the bun somewhere because it, it no, really isn't you, the game Right change. now, the double down to me is just a goddamn caveman scratching on a goddamn yeah, wall. Really? Yeah, they, or like trying to figure to out the how moon. to, like, waiting for the gods to give you fire, Eric. Yeah, now we're going we can to make the moon now, Jim. This is almost like what we talk about if we went back in, in time and you had a lighter. They should worship the person who came up with this because, yeah, you told me about this probably about quarter of 11 that day. I think that was probably Perfect Monday, time. right? Uh, Monday yeah, it was Monday. Or, yeah, probably. So it, it was. We had a little bit of time before work, and I said to you, I don't care what the hell you think. You're going to eat one of these within the next hour because I'm going and bringing it back. In fact, you went to no, – No, you, you know what? Me. It was actually Tuesday because okay. I realized tonight before we got recording, yes. I have had a naked chip, chicken chalupa every day for the past three days. Yes. And me and you went to lunch and we got the yep. box. They even have a $5 box with it. And, yeah, it's a shaped – a fried chicken-shaped fucking shell with lettuce and tomato and uh, things, cheese. and it has and cheese, and it has a and uh, the chalupa an sauce. avocado sauce that is really really good. It is and a right from the get go though, I love chalupas. Well, probably one of my favorite things. Yeah, from, I love uh, the chalupas as well. Bell. And the sauce is the thing that is the perfect thing on it. Yeah. And I was a little upset with the first one I got because this chicken. Now I want to tell you, if you get this, get a drink because the chicken is a bit spicy. It if is. You don't it like is spice a little bit much. spicy. But uh, the I'll sauce that. that I got initially. There wasn't much to it. I'm like, you know what? This could be really do better with more sauce. Well, Jim and I got it on Tuesday then. They Pretty had good. just the right amount of sauce. Tonight, it was really crispy. There was I even, also, I was like, 
the sauce was running out. There was so much yeah. sauce. You know what? Yeah, Actually, I had like mine back sauce. in it. It was all over me. It got all over me. Yeah. I will also say, if you're going to eat it, I would suggest even eating it there so you get the crispiness of the chicken. I agree. But also, you do need a drink. Now, don't be assholes like me and Eric. We go to the Taco Bell. I got that. I hate that Baja Blast Mountain Dew. Uh, but because you really can only get it there as a, like a full option deal, uh, I always I get done. it. And I hate it. I hate it every time. And we were drinking it the other day while we were eating this. And I just, I said the whole time, I'm like, I fucking hate this drink so much. Dude, Why I'm not a fan of it? it either. I get it every time because it's the only place I can yeah. get it. Yeah, my, my I son am an Rafe, idiot. we go to Taco Bell and my son Rafe knows that they don't have Dr. Pepper and he screws around with me and always orders right, see, it. See, I'm an idiot. Your son's a jerk. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'll have a Dr. Pepper every time. We don't have Dr. Pepper. And then he knows. He's like, okay, I'll have a cherry Coke. We don't have Coke. And they get so mad at me. And he just giggles. He's a jerk. But uh, I will tell you, here is my big review for the Naked Chicken Chalupa, Eric. It didn't give me diarrhea. Boom. And that's Game amazing. changer. Bam. Game, Game changer. changer. Everything gives me diarrhea, especially Taco Bell. Now, we're not going to talk about Arby's. Holy moly. I might as well just eat that on the can. But, uh, yeah, this, this, if you get a chance, you go, uh, this is fully endorsed by Weird Science, the naked chicken chalupa. And, and like you is, said, I'm, Eric, you've I'm had it very every day. Upset for a limited time only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And limited, I'm hoping and, that it explodes so that changes and I get to have well, it whenever I want. Cause right now, I'm Nick Ribbon this shit and having oh, it yeah. like as well, much as I can. Well, here's the problem is with you, or not with you, but in us in general, uh, we've realized because we do go, you go to Taco Bell a lot. I love and Taco Bell. You will come to me and say, boy, like there's a chance that somebody will go, man, did you try that naked chicken chalupa? I had one yesterday. It was delicious. And they'll go, oh, I'm going to go right now. And they'll, and it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm telling you, the back, thing about like, Taco back, Bell. I think, it was, I think it was last summer, though, they put out the Chick Star. And yeah. I went and got it. I loved it. I told you all about it. And this the must have been like day. a week and a half. Like, you know, since in my mind it had been out like okay. a week and a half. Yeah. You went You went then the next day after I had it for like the third or fourth time. Yep. And it was gone. And, and I'm like, and, what? Yeah. And I said to you, I'm telling you, this is like a family who wants to not pay the rent. They, they, that chicken chick star got the fuck out of town, Eric. They loaded up the car and fucking and, split. I'm telling because you, I, I went love. in there and you said to me. I don't know. There's probably, you know, posters and all yeah, that other crazy stuff. Right now. I'm like, no, there was nothing. And I'm telling you, they even tell the people who are the, the goddamn cashier to pretend they don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Because <laughs> I said, we, we, it's on the podcast. One of our earlier Weird Science DC Comics podcast is me yelling about this damn chick star. Cause I went and I'm like, yeah, uh, I'd like a chick star. I'm like, what? What's that? I'm like, you fucking asshole, Eric. You fucking set me up, you son of a bitch. I really did. I thought you were fucking with me. I'd look over. You're there with Ashton Kutcher. I'm, I'm getting punked, Eric. Punked. <laughs> so angry. But, yeah, uh, I do suggest that it, it is. And also, what a great conversation piece, Eric, as you're sitting there eating your naked chicken chalupa. I, I went on the, the uh, Weird Science uh, Slack chat. And we're, I'm talking to people. I'm like, hey, you know what? We're going to be talking about the naked chicken chalupa. And nobody bit. I'm like, guys, the uh, the chicken is the shell. And then yeah. nobody bit. And I'm like, guys, the chicken is the Game shell. Game changer, motherfuckers. And, and then all of a sudden people are like, holy shit. And then I, I even put uh, uh, things up. Uh, Missy T was going to go get one today. So we'll have to see if she actually I'm got telling one. You, I she love thinks. Taco Bell. I don't think anything more in my life breaks my heart more because – 
everything I love, they seem to get rid of. I'm telling you, when they came out with the different like sauces and shit like that, like the specialty sauce, they had yep. this fire roasted salsa, my favorite sauce they've yep, ever they had. They, and they kept every other one. It seemed like got rid of that one. Then they had the freaking, you know, the double, ch- uh, the beefy double cheese burrito. One of yep. my favorite things there. They stopped making. Actually, they put it on the goddamn dollar menu, and then they stopped making it. I'm like, why? Chick yeah. Star. Get started yeah, making it. I'm like, gone. this is this is amazing. Uh, gone. I'm like, one of the things that I I really wanted to get, which I call the sloppy Jose. But at one point, way way back, they had a sloppy Joe with yeah. the taco meat on a bun. And the problem is, I really wish they'd bring that back, but they can't. And the way they explain it is, they have the slogan "Think outside, Think outside the bun." The you can't have a bun, so nope. it kills me because you know I really do like. Do? It. They can make a beef they fucking shell. They can put shell. it in this. They can yeah. put it in the chicken shell. The thing is, we were talking, this chicken shell seemed to be, I'm telling you, it's the reinvent, reinventing the wheel. Me and you were like, you could do this and you could do that. Now we want them just to sell the shells and have a, a freaking, like a buffet style condiment steal where you can fucking the fixings. A fixings bar. Oh, it'd be so good. But hell, this I is what talk about. I would talk about a fucking market these and sell them frozen in the grocery stores. Yeah. Taco Bell's website says, Taco Bell created a chalupa shell made of crispy marinated all-wheat meat chicken and filled it with crisp lettuce, diced tomatoes, cheese, and avocado ranch sauce to form the all-new naked chicken chalupa. The fried chicken game was changed forever, they said, and you agreed. You even said that before I'm seeing Before that. I read the story, game changer. It, yeah, it uh, I actually went online and looked up reviews before we even had one, uh, before I had one myself. And I saw people who, in their review, even put, "Hey, I know we we've, we've never done fast food reviews on the site, but this seemed to be something I, I thought that I should try." And they, like fancy reviewers who yeah. came down to our level for once, Eric, and said it was really good. It is. It's really good. It's a good uh, thing they're coming down to our level because I'm not about to go up to theirs. Fuck no, I'm not gonna eat. Like I, I always imagine, like it's one of those plates that has like a little. Speck of meat with a oh, sauce and like a, on and it. Like a dab and then a little flare yeah. of freaking sauce on the side. Fuck I'm like, fuck that. You. Fuck that, Eric. Here is the last last bit of news for the night. And it is probably the biggest news in our neck of the woods this week. And it is that Ben Affleck is dropping out of directing the Batman standalone movie. And this is from JoeBlow.com, Eric. Well, everyone was excited when it was announced that Ben Affleck would not only star in but co-write and direct the standalone Batman movie. Rumors of Affleck's possible departure from the director's chair have been popping up over the last uh, couple months, despite finally confirming that he would be helming the film just weeks ago. It seems that the movie will indeed need a new director, although he'll still obviously be starring in the film, which they say obviously. I've even heard rumblings he wants to get the fuck out of that. But Ben Affleck released a statement today which announced that he would be stepping down as director. Now, I have not read this thing. How many times does he say how great this movie is going to be and how great DC and all that is, you, you think? Uh, I don't know. Here we Fuck. go. There are certain you, characters. You, can, you, can't, you can't do that without freaking praising the thing because right. you, you don't want to look like you a jerk a on anything. Later? There has to be some personal reason you have to like leave the project. It should can't I, be anything that I will talk, fuck you should later. I, should I give his quote in a selfie accent? Oh, definitely. Okay. Hello. There are certain characters who hold Wrong a special style. place in the hearts of millions. Performing this role demands focus, passion, the very best performance I can give. Wicked. 
It has become clear that I cannot do both jobs to the level they require. Together with the studio, I've decided to find a partner and a director who will collaborate with me on this massive film. I am still in this, and we are making it, but we are currently looking for a director. It sounds like he's, he's giving like a shout-out. <laughs> he's ready for the casting culture. I remain extremely committed to this project and look forward to bringing it to life for fans around the world. So he never says that it's great. It's odd. He's pretty straightforward. He wants to find a director. Warner Brothers followed up saying that the studio fully supports Ben Affleck's decision and remains committed to working with him to bring a standalone Batman picture to life. Uh, I don't know. It just seems like he's saying there's, it's just too much work, right? Well, he's honestly, I was thinking about it, too, because I, I honestly, whenever I down shit like that, I actually just think that there's problems and he doesn't want to be associated with yeah. something sucking. Like we talked yeah. about it earlier today. But – Thinking about it as you were doing that little Southie nonsense, yeah, could be that I don't think he's done. He's like he has directed movies, not on this scope in my mind. I'm looking to think like there was Argo, but like not a special effects kind of freaking no, movie. No, like wasn't this. a special effects deal, but uh, I don't know. Here's the thing: Ben Affleck's a smart guy. He's yeah. he's in Batman v Superman. You can't tell me that he he's not one of those guys that sits around and watches what's going on with Zack Snyder and stuff like that. And I, you also can't tell me that if he's directing it, uh, he can't have Zack Snyder on the line or somebody there with him. Well, I really that, do think that he's he afraid it, it's going to suck. With him outsourcing just to get a co-director or something like that, I really think it might be like a bigger thing than he like can He's uh, biting off more than he can chew with this, maybe because of the like the size and scope yeah, of the movie. I don't movie. know. I mean, even though you're saying sci-fi, I think that the way I think that I've even I saw some people were like, this will be good because this will be more of a down-to-earth Batman again, though it's in this universe that's a little you know more superhero-y than yeah. the uh, Christopher Nolan stuff. But I don't know. It's just I don't think it sounds. It doesn't sound good. And anything like this is just this is almost to the point of. A book announcing that it's, you know, creative team change, obviously, in our comic book world that we do, where a lot of times these are looked at as failures right away. And I think this is a hit uh, just to Warner Brothers themselves after, you know, also a week after the fucking Batman v Superman fucking swept the Razzies, Eric. Yeah. I, and really, I don't know if he just doesn't want to be attached to uh, as a director because the director really does get a lot of shit. Look at the guy who did Fantastic Four, which you actually, yeah. you know, liked. Uh, I think the guy did a decent enough job. I forget who that was. I'm even saying he might be even good for this. But uh, uh, it just, I don't know. It just seems weird. And a lot of people, there's rumors, and I, it's weird. Who's Who's got, you know, fucking Ben Affleck calling him at midnight and telling him these rumors? But there's a lot of rumors that he's seen both the uh, uh, Wonder Woman movie and the Just League movie. And he's like, oh, no, the ship is fucking sinking now. But he's still it's not like he's not attached. And even if it does fail, he's also co-written it. He you know, he is still going to be the finger's going to point right at him because he is the Batman. Now, uh, the other thing. That makes me laugh, if I'm not mistaken, and somebody, if they did look back, they can call me out on it. When he was just going to star in it, there was all the talk. Then all of a sudden, he became the director, and now it's always going to co-write and direct. That was when they gave him that producer's credit as well. Like it was added on. Now he's backing out, and he still gets that goddamn producer's credit. He's going to be racking in the money because you even said today, it's a Batman movie. He's going to make money. Yeah. They they even say he's going to remain as the producer. That fucker, 
backdoored them into giving them a producer's <laughs> credit to get more money. And then fucking all along, I think he's like, yeah, I'm just going to bail, but I'll make them give me this. Pro- uh, fucking asshole is going to be racking in the door. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of directors uh, that are rumored to be involved here. And initially, Look, I'm this telling you, before all these, I, I saw something right off the bat, right when this was released, where there are talks with George Miller. Yeah, from, it's uh, weird. Like, George Mad Miller Max was shit. They said immediately, they said... Uh, that the Planet of the, uh, the Planet of the Apes director Matt Reeves and this uh, Captain Fantastic director Matt Ross were in the running immediately, and they had an idea that that might have been uh, Ben Affleck had already like told them, "Hey, these are some guys I'm interested in." Uh, yeah. And then it says, even in this article, it says that now a few more names have crept out of the woodwork, and that was in a new article the last couple days that they said Gavin O'Connor. Uh, Dennis Villanueva that we we talked about earlier, yeah. the Dune director. Now that that's pretty tough to have him doing Dune that hasn't even started yet, and then think that he would go to Batman. Yeah, that might not jive. Yeah, uh, but too George much going Miller, on there. yeah, George Miller is the other big one. Uh, like well, George said. Miller, I think uh, right off the bat, people went with him because everybody has been interested ever since Fury Road came out. Yeah, with the yeah. idea of him like supposedly going to be direct that Justice League movie that was going to come out in the late 2000s yeah, that yeah. never went through with Army Hammer playing Batman and whatnot. Yep. Yeah. And and really, if you, there was not much of a, uh, you know, anybody that I really heard that said that they didn't like Fury Road. Uh, no. You know, as long as you saw it, Eric. Did you <laughs> I see saw, it? I, no. I, I saw a little bit of it. It looked very interesting. I just. I, How are you, you doing a pop culture no, podcast? No, no, no. I just talk. I'm just a, the host. I, I lean on you for this stuff. And and here, you, you we do a story, the next story, because we are actually uh, this episode we were going to give our thoughts on the tv show riverdale yeah and we decided not to because we had a lot of other uh things we are probably going to talk about that next week and i'm telling you this is not going to be a full-out review of it we're just going to talk about you know some of the controversy that popped up and if we like it or not uh you're coming at it as a way of like you were a big twin peaks fan and you kind of see those kind of how they're going with a teenage version of that stuff like that I have watched the show, Eric. I watched it twice. See, if I have to for the show, I will buckle down and watch. My whole family watched the the premiere, the first episode, and right, I think right. as we're talking, the other one is probably just ended. And uh, the no, second no, that, episode that goes tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Okay. So, yeah. but I will watch it. And my my son Rafe and my wife love it. They they think it's great. And uh, I'm not going to say what I think yet, Eric. No, no, no. I kind of. Uh, but no, Tony, uh, next week, keep though, we're not going to do Riverdale. We're going to talk about Shawshank Redemption so you'll finally nope. fucking watch it. I said when we do this, we're, uh, just a, an aside, we're going to have a weird science movie night. Uh, and it might be every week of the, you know, every Friday night if we do. I said one of the times we do this, I may pick for my night, I may pick Shawshank Redemption to force myself to watch it with everyone else. And it'll be a party of, hey, if you haven't seen it, Come and watch it. If you have seen it, come and watch it and make fun of Jim while he sees it for the first time. And, you know, and of course, I'll be in the chat uh, because we'll we'll talk about it later. We have a chat room thing with this movie night, and I'll just bash it. That's the thing. With with us saying we're going to do it for this weird science movie night, I can't guarantee then that you'll actually watch it. It might be on. You might be in the room saying you're watching it. I will make sure that if I'm watching Shawshank Redemption, I will comment every... 17 minutes. Eric. Yeah. 
<laughs> Actually, we said that even has uh, where we can talk on the mic. Maybe we'll talk yeah. on the mic, and I'll just, I'll, you'll, you'll hear me. Like you'll hear me in the background yelling at my kids. Then you'll hear a fucking vacuum, and then you're like, "Who's at that house? That house hasn't seen a vacuum in fucking years." You'll hear the shower running. You'll know I'm washing my pants. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't even know what this has to do with that. But yeah, I, I saw some of Fury Road. I did. Right. I did turn it on. I got called away or something. Maybe fell asleep. I fell asleep a lot. Though I did watch Police Academy uh, last Good. week. The first Good. Police Academy. Did watch that. Didn't like it as much as yeah, you're I remember. It doesn't remembered. hold up. Yeah, it doesn't. Not at all. Who would have thought that Police Academy would not hold <laughs> up, Aaron? I mean, it's a perfect movie, right? Steve Gutenberg. He is. At one point, though, I will tell you, he takes off his shirt. My son Zach goes, "Holy shit, he is built." And it taught me a lot about my son and Steve Gutenberg all at once. But no, he was. He was pretty strong in that. I was like, I can see why he was a heartthrob. Ah, uh, yes, but that's well, it. Well, he had We're to gonna... be. He was in Cocoon. He had to be out without a show most of that movie. Yeah, I'm telling you, he was built. Uh, he had a swimmer's physique. Uh, but we're going to go on to our last thing every episode of the Weird Science Pop Culture Podcast. I almost said DC Comics. Uh, we'll end with a top five list. We're not going to explain it. We just give you our top fives. Might explain a little. But this week, we are going to honor what you called a game changer, game Eric, changer. of the Naked Chicken Chalupa at Taco Bell. And they are, I wish they were sponsoring us. It does sound a lot like we're doing a commercial because you know they could pay me in naked chicken chalupas. They could pay me in anything on that menu. And yeah, I'd have massive diarrhea, but boy, I'd have a smile because if there's one thing, my love of free things outweighs my hate of having diarrhea any day of the week. But this is the top five fast food innovations. Eric, I'll go first. Right. My number five, Whopper Wednesday. Perfect day. It's today. That's the thing you is, I'm telling you, you're all about the Whopper. I'm telling you, every day is a Whopper day. Well, yeah, life. but here's the thing. It's cheap. I just told you how cheap oh, I, I know. am And the today. thing is, too, again, I don't think I've eaten a Whopper in probably 20 no, years. No, you go double Whopper. You exactly. That's cheaper. That's cheaper on Whopper Wednesday. You okay. don't know because you just send people out. You have your people. You go... Whopper, and they go off. They know oh, your deal. If Jess I, came I, I home with a Whopper, I'm kind of a big deal. Well, I'm telling you, if Jess came home with just a plain <laughs> Whopper, you'd, she'd be tasting the backhand you know of one America's sweetheart, I, Eric Shea. I'd get up, I'd walk into the kitchen, and grab one of the dirty dishes, and slam it on the yeah, floor. Slam it on the floor. There's no dishes <laughs> wrap it right around in your house. You're always angry with her. Uh, but yeah, today is Wednesday. I had a Whopper Wednesday. Me and nice. two of my kids got Whoppers. Uh, Zach was in the car, said he didn't want a Whopper because they're not good for you. I said, you get out of the car and walk and home. And then I activated health, his dental plan. Health man. <laughs> you fucking start jogging your way home. Uh, number four, McRib. And, yeah, I, I think that was a that, – again, that's pretty much a game changer. And, that is a game changer. Just the, the thing, idea where you have this thing, this thing that everybody craves yep. only for a limited yeah, time. Yeah, that's the game changer of it. Uh they even said when I was looking up some stuff, they said that the McRib doesn't sell enough. They're afraid it wouldn't sell enough year round. That's bullshit. And that they they create a they're almost like N Nintendo does this. You have that goddamn fucking NES classic. That everybody wants one, but they'll only well, give the out two. It's the same with the Wii when it came out. I think that when the fucking the thing they they have six. Fucking NES classics for the goddamn whole country, Eric. I'm still trying to get my hands on it. Number three. And I'm telling you, I don't know. I don't want to interrupt your list too much, but with the McRib, I would probably do like a slash 
Shamrock Shake because uh, yeah, who doesn't lose is. their goddamn mind when that comes around? Yeah, it's weird though. I don't think anybody's there in August going to a website going, when are the Shamrock Shakes coming? Because then they're like, fucking idiot. <laughs> it's fucking St. Patrick's <laughs> Day, you stupid ass. But they yeah, just, they have. You web- say they- that. I've had this conversation with people. Yeah. That, what? Somebody's like, man, when are they going to have the Shamrock yeah. Shake? I you need one understand. of these things in August. There's a lot of dumb people in Quakertown. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, really. There are. Uh, yeah, and uh, like I said, there are websites that just there because the McRib. Not only is it you know a limited time at all times, there are places that'll just spring up. You know, it's not it's not like all of a sudden in April third, all yeah. everybody gets a McRib. It goes by things they really plan this out. There is a McRib scientist there at McDonald's that keeps this Genius. going. Yes. No, yes, number three. The digital drink machine, and that is how they describe it. It's the machine where in most fast food restaurants now, it seems, especially Burger King, where you yeah. go up to the machine and you could select. And, I mean, they have fucking vanilla Sprite you could have, Eric. Who the fuck would have ever thought that? What a world. I kind of oh. want it now. The yeah. thing is, you were talking to me about this. We were talking about our list a little bit earlier today before we got yes. on the record. But, like, the idea of the digital drink machine, I love it. thing is – I yeah, you never go through had the drive through Exactly. Again, I can't tell you the last time I was actually inside of a fast food restaurant. Well, I'll tell you, you're missing out on one of my favorite drinks. Well, they, uh, here's the thing, though. Y- you're wrong because you do go to a place. Wawa has one of these machines. We go there every again, day. You I could don't want a fountain it. soda from Wawa. I know. Well, though. that's what I'm saying. You don't get it, but it is available. I get the vanilla barks every time I go That sounds in. delicious. Mwah. Ah, perfecto. Uh, number two. Uh, we mentioned earlier the double down. I think was a great idea, mainly marketing wise. And oh yeah, it I, got people I heard so about it. I had to have one. And yeah, I'm I telling had you, it. freaking our closest one, like it's like you know a half an hour away. Yeah, KFC, it's a while away. And uh, everybody had to go and get yeah, one of these. I went. And I got it. It had pepper jack cheese, Eric, my least favorite of cheeses, <laughs> and I, I was not uh, pleased. Uh, the my number one though is something that I am not a huge fan of. But I think it's genius, and it was the McGriddle. Eric, you have a whole breakfast and one sandwich. Oh, just I having, know, man. Just having that fucking pancake goddamn bun. Oh, it's, it, that actually, to me, is very close to the naked chicken chalupa. That It blew my mind when I heard it, and I went and had it. And the problem with me is I could not think of having a McGriddle of anything other than sausage because right. I do like so- – but the problem is there's not enough of the – there's not the enough syrup? of the, the syrup flavor to me. So I would actually have to pour syrup on it. Now it gets messy. Also, I have a very big problem with eating any sandwich with sausage. I really need my sausage to almost be burnt. And most of the times it's, it's pretty flabby and, and, you know, and I'm not into that. It, it gives me diarrhea. <laughs> like uh, everything, everything gives else. you diarrhea. I it know, does. But, the is, but I'm, I'm actually, telling you. I'm if I know I'm going to get this. diarrhea, I might as well enjoy myself before it. And the McGriddle, to me, I, I think it's a, a huge innovation. I think it's it a genius. Uh, I, I'm just not a huge fan. Uh, what you, are your I don't get the McGriddle very much. The thing is, that I found where they make the perfect McGriddle. And they I can't know, call it a McGriddle, obviously. It was at, at the Speedway, Speedway gas station. Yep. And it's one of those pre-made sandwiches. And they stopped making it months ago. For some really? reason, they do not make it anymore. It's and I'm funny very because upset. I must have had one of the last ones because you actually gave me one that one day. Yeah. You had one. You're like, hey, have this. I'm like, okay. And I ate it. And even that, I will admit, I wasn't that upset because the sausage was well cooked. I it was. I'm telling you. And whatever they do sausage. there, the pancake patty or a, a, a bun 
Yeah. It had more freaking syrup in it yeah, than it any like other place like I've ever been. Pockets of syrup. It was good. Now, also, people have to realize, Reggie knows, uh, me and you actually, like, one of the biggest things of eating food for us, if you put it up under a heat lamp for like an hour, fucking perfect. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the best. Oh, I love it. But uh, what are your top five? My top fives. Number five, open 24 hours. Somebody yeah, that used was my to drink a whole five. lot. Yeah. I really appreciated like being up at three o'clock in the morning and having a place to go, which doesn't sound safe because obviously I just said I was drinking. Yeah, but, yeah, still, but you don't drive having... really. You were walking probably. No, I drove back then. Oh, you driving drunk and you can't see. Oh, goodness gracious. Keep... My eyes have gotten worse over the years. That's why I stopped driving. Yes. Anyway. Well, I'll tell you, the 24 hours uh, to me came up a little bit ago because we do our regular podcast on Saturday night, and sometimes we get finished at 3 in the yeah. morning, 4. And I think there was one time we even got finished like 3.10 or whatever. I got that. I'm a hungry man. I was going to go to oh, Burger yeah. King, and I'm like, Burger King's open 24 hours. I go, it was not. It had already closed. I think it closed at 1. I, I, I don't so know what pissed. happened either because it used to be open 24 hours, I and I so love angry. that about Burger King. Yep, I was angry. Uh, what's your next one? Number four, I have to go with you, the McRib. I'm telling you, yeah. innovation like a motherfucker. You got the whole limited time thing. Get everybody rallying behind it, and they go yep. crazy when it's not there anymore. Yep. Num- number three, as a man who loves a freaking double Whopper, a double cheeseburger, anything, when they came out with the triple, it blew my damn mind. <laughs> oh, now, I, I, I will tell you, it is too much meat. Like, I'm telling you, the, the double is the you perfect. Get the meat uh, double sweats. Whopper. Exactly. But yeah. whenever I pretty much, I like, uh, I go to Wendy's, I have yeah. to get the triple for whatever reason, just because it's because there. Because it's there. I love the triple. That's yeah, like, I'll, just keep adding patties. You'll just blow my mind if you got into I'll tell you. You can that, add more? Yeah, yeah. My, my funny story about that is, uh, Around 88, they had discontinued the triple, at least in our town. They didn't right. have an. I think this was a nationwide thing. I think Wendy's got rid of it. And me and my friend, uh, my two friend brothers, uh, Jay and Pete, we went to the Bahamas, and they had a Wendy's there, and they had the triple. And it was like we were fucking fucking dancing in the streets that there was a triple. You're in we Jamaica all got it. And eating then, Wendy's. Yep. Oh, it was the best. Uh, keep going. What's your next Number one? Number two. Something that I love that was taken away from me, and I'll never be the same again, the supersize. Yeah, that that was. It's weird, too, because you say that it's an innovation both ways. It was an yep. innovation to have the supersize, which to me it was great because it, it just reminded me of how much of a pig I was, but I enjoyed well, it. That's well. why I was eating at these places. I'm a but it was guy. also an I'm innovation that they got rid of it. They got rid of it, Eric. Who the hell was that guy who got rid of Morgan it? Morgan Goddamn uh, guy, fucking, the bane of my existence. And, and again, I I met him, and if yeah, I knew he, he lived if I goddamn, knew then what I knew now, because he was him. really good friends with my roommate in college. He actually visited us one time in college before. He was a young guy, and uh, if I knew what was going on, I would have punched him right in his face. I would have saved us all. I would have thrown him in the river. I remember telling oh, yeah. you, I was I had not gone to a McDonald's for a while. I was dating this girl, and we did not really go to fast food very often. And we had to go somewhere, so we needed something quick because we hadn't eaten yet. We went to yeah. freaking McDonald's, and I'm like, all right, uh, can I have this supersized? And she looks at me, and she's like, they don't do that anymore. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking they about? They don't do you, that Eric. anymore. They I, it's weird, too, because when they made that big stink, 
didn't you think, were you with me? Well, you actually were surprised by it. I heard that it was going down. And I was like, oh, you're getting rid of the supersize, huh? Wink, wink. And I thought that it was like, <laughs> okay, now the large is that, that they were going to go down. That's a secret menu no, item? Yeah, really. Wink, wink, supersize me, baby. Uh, it didn't seem to be that. That wasn't the case. And, nope. and then I even saw some of these things that goes with this that some uh, – Websites where I saw like innovations because I was trying to figure out what people were even considering innovations. The yeah. one has like number one, putting calories on the menu. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna innovate your fucking face. I, I don't need that. <laughs> Why do I need that? Why do I need to be ashamed and worried while I'm eating the shit? I know that it's bad for me. That's why I went there. It tastes good. All right, go on. And number one with a bullet, one. the thing it's, that yeah. I have loved ever since it came out changed my life because it got me to start thinking differently about how I eat things. And, and stuff- wait, bef- oh, wait, because I, you love this so much, I even kind of – I thought that it was this bullshit about quote-unquote fast food. Uh, but go, I said, you have to let it, you love this so much. It, it is something that changed my life as a young yes. child, but the stuffed crust pizza. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I just, I can still remember the commercials where they tell you, eat your pizza backwards. I'm like, yep. holy shit, you fucking madman! What have you, you done? What the fucking dogs and cats dancing with each other in the streets. Oh. This is not right. And I'm telling you, this would be a thing because every Friday night growing up in high school, shit like that, I would have people over. I'd have horror movie night where I'd play like a double feature of horror flicks from friends. And every yep. time, I would, and then we'd have like a sleepover or whatever, but yeah. I would order a stuffed crust pizza. And this was my routine when through was like this? my in early high adolescence. School? Yeah, like uh, junior high, high school. I was going to say, high school? You don't call them sleepovers anymore. What are you doing? What, what would That's you call that? guy coming over to – he's sleeping over, but I, I just – I'm imagining you're, you're like – Fucking I didn't say slumber party. Seventeen and you're there. You're all in the fucking sleeping bags. You got fucking footy pajamas. You're kissing all the stuff at a party. <laughs> I don't know kissing what you did. That's your party. You. We These watched horror movies parties. and pizza. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Horror movies. I thought you said kissing. I love uh, stuffed crust. Yeah, pizza, you do. Though. You always tell me that, and it's one of those things where I talked about all mine. Not one thing on this like gives me a smile on my face. Like anything I've seen, like that is your thing that that's your safe place, Eric. Your oh, good place. Even when I wanted to do like we're talking about me doing the horror movie podcast that I yeah. want to do. And I, I need to incorporate stuff crust pizza stuffed into crust it pizza. somehow because of how associated it is with me growing up. Watching out. You start out like, OK, guys, everybody got a stuff crust pizza. Is this you or is this the your buddy, the cellar dweller? Yeah, it's probably my buddy, the cellar hey, dweller. Hey, guys. Is that how he talks? No, you want a stuff crust pizza? You just say it at the beginning. That's all you say. Uh, I agree. Whoa. I'm just saying this is a big deal to me, eating your pizza backwards. And the thing is, I haven't had a stuffed crust pizza in years because no, my girlfriend doesn't like them. Oh, really? Uh, you know, go tell her to go fuck herself. I, oh, uh, I've had, I've tried to make my own stuffed crust pizza with uh, with cheese sticks, like that. The you know the the what's it called? The pull the, the, cheese, the, the, what, the cheese what the stick. hell? Yeah, yeah, string uh, cheese, string cheese, yeah. pull cheese, Eric. And I, I, it didn't work very well. I, I tried. I I'm actually every I weekend. I even worked at Pizza Hut for yeah. a year, and I was in Hog Heaven. Yeah, every weekend uh, we do actually make like a homemade pizza. We buy the dough and and do shit like that. We've even made the dough or whatever. And yeah, the one time I tried to do it with string cheese and it didn't work out very oh, well. Oh no, that's for me. essentially how you do it too. Because honestly, I realized I was an idiot because I worked at Pizza Hut when I was 19 years old for a yeah. year. And uh, high as a kite, probably every day. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. besides yeah, that, you don't remember much about that. Those no, days, honestly, right? there's a lot. There's a big gap of time after <laughs> yeah, high school. Probably, but uh, I, I figured there would be. But the thing is. 
I realized I was an idiot because it never occurred to me how they made, made the stuffed crust pizza. Here I just got like this freaking, you know, string cheese and you just That's wrap it around the freaking crust. That's just you me do it the whole thinking in my head that had to be it. Yeah, uh, I never thought yeah. about it. But when I and saw it, it blew my goddamn mind. Ever since then, it seems like they've been chasing the dragon, Eric, with these pizzas. Like they oh, yeah. have the, the pretzel crust with the cheese. I'm like, no, come no. on now. Yeah, you're not going to be. And then also, I don't know if you ever tried it, uh, but the stuffed crust, but it was a hot dog in the crust. Do you remember when they had that? That's fucking no, nonsense. No, that's terrible, did. Yeah, though. there was a big hot dog now, around it. I'm telling you, this is not on my list just because it's not really that big of an innovation, Because so I had to leave it off. But okay. the Big New Yorker pizza was probably my favorite that pizza, the pizza I ever put out. That was. It, it was, was delicious. But, Jim, I, never, yeah. I don't even think I ever told you this. Since I oh. worked there and I made them all the time, oh, Yeah. stuffed crust new Big New Yorker. Oh, now that, that might freaking topple the universe. Now, I actually have uh, one. I used to make I weird shit all the of. time. was great. I have one that I'd probably put number five uh, if I would have thought about it. When you just said that, for some reason, I thought you were going to go fucking left field with me. Uh, I actually think I would have put the donut fucking hamburger on my number five instead of Whopper yeah. Wednesday, where they made the you know oh, the yeah. donut was the bun. I think that was the fun. And also, a lot of these things, I would always hear stuff from the Minnesota State Fair. It was always where you had oh, yeah. you know that's where you'd hear all oh, the the deep Oreo, the, the fucking deep fried Twinkie uh, yeah. and stuff. But it even changed then. It really became a thing of minor league baseball, where they would come up with this shit for minor league baseball, and it. There was a race. It was like the fucking Cold War of goddamn shitty food, Eric. It was an arms <laughs> race going on with these things. And I remember when I first saw that the you know Krispy Kreme donut fucking hamburger, I had to have one. And I've had many, and they always make me sick, Eric. Amazingly, they give me diarrhea. Uh, but yeah, that's about it, right? That's the that end of the it. podcast. Uh, Thanks for coming, Eric. And remember, it is the Weird Science Pop Culture Podcast now. Uh, we are on Twitter at Weird Science Pop. And you can email us. I said, we're not sure what we're going to do with the emails yet. I don't think we're going to full out read emails uh, on this because we want to get in and out in a fairly yeah. good amount of time. But you can always email news stories that you see that you want to have us be in there or even just to talk to us and stuff like that say that we're assholes we, we always yeah. like that we we said at one point we may even pick like you know mail of the week something like that uh but we'll see how that goes but yeah that's it this is either episode three or episode one not sure yet but yeah, i don't even know if i'm lot. even going to go with episode numbers with this podcast just go really so you're just going to put it out there so nobody will be able to know that's yeah. the stupidest thing. We we just said we're changing it to weird science because we want people to kind of know where to go and stuff like that. And now you don't even have goddamn episode numbers. No, that is you nonsense. got a title. You get you know what it is. Bam, you're good to go. Yeah, but here's the thing: on iTunes, most of the time, the title you don't see it right away. And usually uh, on iTunes, they have their own numbering system. Nah, well, they have that on the side. That's nonsense. Nobody goes by that. I think you're talking. Fun. I think you're still high. Are you, are you eating a stuffed crust pizza with a goddamn fucking hot dog in it? No, I would never do a hot dog. I, I would actually like a stuffed crust pizza with a stromboli around the outside, Eric. Now, that's nonsense. That'd be great. A stromboli. I'm thinking that, that sounds pretty good. Like a cheesesteak stromboli crust. That's what I'm saying. The crust has the cheesesteak stromboli in or even just a standard one with a little fucking capicola. Hey, you get the bit too. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> uh, you want to get out of here? You want to get yeah, out of here? We're going to get, get out of here. All Everybody right. have a great week. Great Keep week. it weird. And we'll see Keep you at seven. Week. See you in seven. Oh,